We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got He used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. All right, let's go. Welcome back. Episode 16. We're back. We took a little uh, break last week. You know, not a ton to talk about, but we do definitely have some stuff to talk about. So we're back. B-Turn, AB, how you guys doing? I'm better than bad. How are you? I'm pretty good, AB. Yeah, I'm living. Yeah, we're all right. All right. Well, so we've got a we've got a guest today. He's actually the second time he's been on this show. Carrington Harrison, how you doing? I mean, it's got to be bad when you cheer for such an average basketball team like you guys <laughs> cheered for this year. When, you, when your team didn't really accomplish anything this year, I see how things aren't so hot. Hey, Whenever man. I talked to you guys the first time, it was, oh, man, we're going to pull it out. You know, guys <laughs> you were so were, optimistic. You were saying the same thing, though. Yeah, you no, were I, with us. I thought they were going to pull it out. No, it, I, it, I agree. But yeah. now that it's over, I can be like, I knew the whole time they weren't going to win. All you right, know? well, it doesn't matter. because I'm playing both sides. We're now. football school anyways, so... <laughs> Uh, we don't even need to talk hoops. Just kidding. We're going to talk a lot of hoops, and that's actually why C Dot is here. So I feel like I caused this podcast. Like you guys weren't oh, going to yeah. have a podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I, you you asked to come on. I just yeah, think you want to talk about Ku. Like the thing is, this sometimes there's only like certain environments like I can actually like talk about Kansas basketball because if I talk about it on Twitter or the show, it just never ends well <laughs> for me. They're yeah. like in this room i'm cool with talking kansas basketball i don't really dislike ku basketball i'm not too fond of their fans but i mean you know that's just that, that that's normal like i assume you guys don't like missouri fans like that's yeah, kind of how i don't it like ku be. fans i mean so. i've been openly so, i get that <laughs> I, I was openly roasting ku fans for how we treated quentin grimes and like we talked about that before grimes we declared like we were like guys please stop this year stop 
texting or tweeting at 18-year-old kids. Oh, but yeah, anyways. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but he wasn't good at okay. all. This year. Maybe the that's the that... basis of this conversation is that Grimes was so disappointing this year that I think maybe this is it. Self doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. Like, if you could create a coach that wasn't Mike Krzyzewski, you would probably create Bill Self. But he has one weakness, and it is if you are an elite freshman, I don't know if Kansas is the school for you. Okay, so that 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 brings us to why we have C dot here in the building. He tweeted out last, I think it was last week, uh, it was something along the lines of, I think we should start to have the discussion about whether or not wings should go to Kansas. Yeah, right? if I was an elite one and done player, I don't know if I would go to Kansas. Now, so if are you, I'm, are you saying wings or just all one and done? I mean, all, all one and done's honestly. But if I'm, I always say this about self. I think self is other than Izzo the best at college basketball. If you're going to stay multiple years, like if your plan is to stay in college for three seasons, Kansas is the perfect place for you to go to. Like you'll get stronger, you'll develop as a basketball player, you'll be beloved. KU is a perfect place. But if you are – my goal is to be in, in college for eight months, I don't know if Kansas's style is the best for you to showcase your ability for the eight months. Like, there's no indictment on self. Like, everybody's style works. Like, there's a reason Izzo doesn't get one-and-done talents. I don't know if Izzo could really coach Carl Anthony Towns. Like, I don't know if that would be a good place yeah. for him to go. I don't know if KU is a great place for you to go if you're only going to be there for eight months. Yeah, they're both just really good at developing guys. Absolutely. Like developing guys like Frank and Devontae. Frank won player of the year, and Devontae nearly won player of the year. Because like, like, like Frank, to your example, I don't know if Frank plays at Kentucky until his junior year. Like they yeah. just always recruit over you. That like He got the experience as a freshman, and then it just was like little by little you got more responsibility and you developed into a player. I don't know if Kentucky would be a great place for Devontae Graham. I don't know if he plays early on in his career that maybe, like, we just saw some kid just, he averaged three points a game. He was a Dallas All-American. I can't play against Kentucky. I got to go somewhere that Baker else. Baker, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. I, you yeah. know, I, I think that would happen to some players, but KU is the perfect place if you're going to stay multiple years. But, I mean, we've just seen enough, I think, huge busts. Selby was the number one player in his class. Didn't work out. Quentin Grimes, top ten player in his class. Didn't work out. Uh, Wayne Selden, I know it. Like we make it seem like it worked. He stayed there for three seasons. It didn't. It wasn't a great experiment for Wayne Selden. But I think Selden would be a better player if he had gone to Kentucky or Duke. I thought. I thought Wayne would be a one and done for sure. He's top ten. At recruit. least a two and done. But like, like, like yeah. go, going to Kansas for three years is bad. Like, if you are self and you're recruiting the next Wayne Selden, you cannot use Wayne Selden as an example. Like Kalapari, I think we agree at this point in his career can just point to, look what I did with X, Y, and Z. I can do the same thing for you. Self just doesn't have that many examples. But see, I guess so. I guess your original tweet was about the wings, so that's kind of what I was looking up and doing the research on. But anyways. No, we, we, we can do that. But okay, so my point People are was, like, we had Kelly Oubre. That, that's your example see, of a one and done? See, but this is where I, I disagree with you. Kelly Oubre comes in as a top. 10 top 15 recruit right mm -hmm. I think he wasn't he was 12 like, he, yeah he wasn't rankings. number one he wasn't a Carl Anthony Towns he wasn't a Josh Jackson he wasn't an Andrew Wiggins he came here for one year and had a really bad start but over time he was still able to showcase enough of his abilities to go top 15 in the draft I think if Kelly Oubre came to KU before that season and said if I can leave after one year and be a top 15 pick that's a successful season for him not maybe season but that's a successful turnout for him right like that's how i view it do we think uber has a better college career if he goes to kentucky or duke because i because in this context, it's fair to point out not not kentucky that year or duke yeah. even because those teams were absolutely loaded but i'm saying is like i think in this context it's only fair to point out i guess like ku 
we're only comparing it to the schools that get one and done, like Florida State, random school, for example. They just don't get one and done, kids. So, like, we're only, like, only three schools consistently get those kind of players. Kansas, Duke, and Kentucky, and that's it. North Carolina doesn't even really get one and dones the way that Kansas does. So, like, they kind of swim in the one and done. And I just think there's a pretty sizable gap between Duke and Kentucky and one and dones and Kansas. But my my next point would be that Kentucky and Duke, we would, we would both all agree – that Kentucky and Duke is getting more of those top five guys, right? We're, KU's getting the the McDonald's All-Americans, but we're not getting the number one player overall outside of Wiggins. Jackson was number one on one Selby side. Selby was the best player So in Selby, class. yeah, but there's so much more to the Selby thing. Cliff like, Alexander was a top ten player in his class. Like, let, let's, I mean, I'm with you. Maybe they're not getting the number one player in their class. Grimes was a top ten player in his class. Cl- Cliff Alexander was a top ten you're still getting the best of the best of the best players in, in but, high school basketball. But and, he, and, then, and then they turn out to be role players when they go to KU. <laughs> but Kentucky and Duke are getting so many more than us. Carlton Towns, Jaleel Okafor, all, Nike these, money. all these dudes, they're longer. hitting more. So obviously when you look back on how it's turned out for those guys, when you you called them, before we started this interview, you called them volume shooters. They're getting more and more of these guys. So when they get to the league, you're going to have more DeMarcus Cousins when you sign more of those top five type dudes. Bill Self, when he has signed those top five dudes outside of Selby and maybe Cliff, like Wiggins still went number one. His stock did not decrease. Josh Jackson still went top four. His stock did not decrease. So it's like that's kind of where it stops. But like even Ben McLemore, who wasn't a top guy, he was Bill, – Bill Self turned Ben McLemore into a millionaire. Ben McLemore couldn't dribble. He couldn't do anything outside of shoot and catch lobs, and Bill Self had him averaging, what, 17 a game and going top seven in the draft. So it's like I get what you're saying, but I also think when you have so many more of the Kentucky Duke guys out there just because they recruit better than Bill does, those style of players, you're obviously it's going to appear that they have more. But Kentucky and Duke have dudes fail too. Scalabee Sierra, a guy that I brought up before. The Harrison Twins, guy that I brought, guys that I brought up before. Like They're all having dudes fail that are ranked high. But when you get more of them, you you're obviously the going, you're going to so have successes. more successes. Yes, that's my point. I would say that Andrew and Aaron Harrison were better college players than maybe Kelly Oubre was. Like I, I think you can make that argument. Because they stayed two years, Kelly Oubre comes no, back I, sophomore no, year. I, I agree. But we can go down the line. So Wiggins, I think we all agree. Wiggins, like I like any issue that you maybe have with Wiggins, I don't think is a Kansas issue. And yeah. I think that's just a way like now watching Wiggins in the NBA, like he just he's goes through stretches where he's just like disinterested. Like, that's like, like that's self was wasn't going to coach that out of him. No yeah. one's coaching that out of him. So yeah, cool. Josh Jackson, same thing. Like Josh Jackson was a dog in Kansas. He's a dog now in the NBA. After that, I would say like, I could really poke holes in the other ones. Like Ben McLemore. He redshirted the year that if we're going to go one and done, he, we agree like his case is a little bit different. Like he's not Zion Williamson. He's not RJ Barrett. He's not Cameron Reddish. Like those guys were only on the campus for eight months. Like Ben McLemore got a chance to work with your strength coach that all you guys, only KU fans know who their Hootie, strength coach Hootie. is. Shout out so she, you know, she got my man big eating his Wheaties and his, you know, spinach and all that stuff. So he gets strong. So he has like, he's a different kind of one and done. And again, Kelly Oubre is not a KU success story. Like, I'll never sit here and listen to, you recruit a kid who's a top 15 player, he doesn't make first or second team all Big 12, doesn't average 10 points, and is not a lottery pick. Self is not going into anybody's locker room saying, It's one pick you know off what? lottery. I can make you, lottery. you know, he's not going to anybody's <laughs> living room saying, I can make you Kelly Oubre. Like, I don't Really? Know I can be Kelly Oubre? Because, okay, let's look. Every when, wing when, he recruits, he uses the past wings. Like, when. On how yeah. to recruit him, like we can lo- use you like Wiggs, we can use you like Josh. And there's still dudes talking about it. Matt Hurt talked about it. Uh, I don't know if he said Ubre, but either way, like 
I I get that he didn't average 10, but he also didn't literally play at all the first probably nine games of the year, wasn't getting any minutes. Bill's just kind of tough the on second, freshmen. I think that's in another conference thing. conference play, Oubre averaged like 12, 13 points a game. So he went from having an average of like three to four points a game to in conference play averaging 12 that averaged out to wherever it ended up at he nine. like 9.8 or yeah. something. So, yeah. so maybe you want to round up, you'll give him the full 10. Yeah. So Didn't I get, make first or second I team all Big 12. He had a – it wasn't a super success, but by the end of the year, he was our best player, right? I guess I can't even – I guess why the team didn't really do a whole yeah, lot. That team kind of sucked, so yeah. I think he was our best player. So it's like Bill's looking at guys like, yo, Ubre was our best player on that team. Can we you, agree that Self has more misses than hits when it comes to one and done's like – if we're gonna go wings, big guys, guys that we only were college at one year. We didn't talk about Joel Embiid yet, though. No, I, I mean for every Joel Embiid, I can give you a Cliff Alexander. Well, let's can I we can go give you through a Sheck Diallo? Can we go yeah. through it? Sheck Diallo didn't. I mean that was a bomb. Okay, but was that an NCAA thing or a Bill Self With thing? With both of them, though. Sheck Diallo could hoop for real. I don't know if he was that I mean, good. And Sheck Diallo's making. I mean, I guess it's tough. So I, a lot of ways I look at it is like how you end up doing in the NBA. Like, Sheck Diallo, everything has turned out fine for him. Like, he's on the Pelicans. He's getting decent minutes. He was minutes. putting numbers up at the end of the year, too. So, it's hard. But I see that what CDOT's saying. It's all about your season at KU. And, obviously, his is probably the worst out of anyone. He wasn't he even wasn't playing in the minutes, tournament. But that team was also pretty good. So, if number you guys one made a, it, Think about, like, the all-one-and-done team. Like, if Duke made their all-one-and-done team. They would dominate, but they get Kentucky. more. And then think about your team. Even if you guys sitting here as KU fans, you'd be like, man, like, this but, team's kind of average. But you guys would be like, this point. team's okay. But that's my point. They just get so many I more I feel like than Duke's us. starting to get them more recently than they really were in the past. No, though. they absolutely are. Yeah, it's But, yeah, for Duke, you'd go, yeah. like, Kyrie, Jabari, Zion, Jabari Zion RJ. I mean, I mean, I mean Jaleel Okafor was a great college player. Mm-hmm. I, and I know he didn't work in the NBA because the league kind of changed, but, like, Jaleel Okafor probably coach. works 10 years ago in the NBA. Like, well, if Tyus would have listened to Jaleel, they would have been at KU. Yeah. So well, then we talk about those two. Nike came through. <laughs> Adidas just got to work harder. So it's that what, simple. what would Ubre have had to done for you to say it was a success? Probably I mean, top 10 picks? Yeah, I mean, I think averaging 12 to 13 and being a second team all Big 12 player if you're a top 15 is a reasonable but, it's a reasonable expectation. But so what I've said, though, you take out the first nine games of the season. And that's we, not we, how stats work. You can't, but, well, but take away when he didn't play well. And that's what's like, crazy no, is that he played well work. for the whole second half. It's not like he only had little spurts, and I'm saying he played well in game 16. There's a first half, though, right? He played well in game four. Asking, there's he played a first well half. in game 20. Like, he clearly just The Warriors had played really well the first game. half a couple of nights ago, but what happened at the end? They I didn't know, play well in the second half. what you're saying, but you're also, I don't think you're giving Ubre enough credit for how good he did but well, that's also crazy that he didn't year. start on a team that wasn't that good like he did he, did, he looked though. lost he did though start of the year though because yeah, he didn't and I'm, I'm fully admitting Ubre beginning of the year was a train wreck that like was a self, disaster self wants these guys to start so we can get yeah, other remember, one and I remember Ubre wasn't playing any minutes and then we play Kentucky on ESPN for the oh Champions God. Classic and self starts him out of nowhere we lost by 39 but you know self happens. knows what he's doing so I yeah I mean he wants those guys starting my overall point with Ubre is he ended up damage controlling it and ended up having a pretty solid season. When you become the best player on a team and you're a one and done, I think that's kind of what you're shooting for. If you're this, I believe the kid's name's R.J. Hampton. Is that the kid you guys are trying yeah. to yeah. classify? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're R.J. Hampton and self tells you, I can make you like Kelly Oubre, does that make you happy or sad? It's a little different, though, because he's a top five guy. So I don't think he's comparing a top yes. five guy to a top 20 guy. So you just say Wiggins. Well, in a way. Yeah, but I mean, Wig- yeah. the way Wiggins was when he came here was like, the next maybe more no Wiggins Jordan. was I mean the Wiggins hype yeah. was ridiculous no I, you're right we, I, I, RJ I, I, Hampton's a rare 
kind of situation. I'd probably use Macklemore with we Hampton because we have a point guard. But Hampton's a point guard. So it's like we I mean, haven't – you're right. We haven't be, had an elite point guard go to the league. We haven't had a guy come in as a highly recruited point guard and make it, but it, we've only signed one, and it was Selby. So. Yeah, and this is maybe the thing that I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about too, and I saw your thing about Grimes. I mean – Bill Self said he'd be better than Darren Williams yeah. and like that. Come on now. Like Self, I mean, no, he wasn't. He wasn't anything close to Darren Williams. This is the thing I'm really interested to see with KU is I think that KU has been so successful is guys like Devon Dotson never go to the NBA early. Like yeah. they find some way for Devontae Graham always stays four or Frank Mason always stays four. What happens if they don't? Like Devon Dotson, we all agree, we all expect him to come back next year. Like yeah. every conversation we've had about KU has been based on the fact of him and Ochai are going to be the two best players on next year's team that are returning, and then they'll add some freshmen. If Dotson doesn't come back, that'll be the first time in KU in a while I'll be surprised that a kid left early. Like every other player that's come to KU, I knew exactly when they were gonna, when when they were going to declare for the NBA. I thought that Dotson would at least be there next year. Yeah. What at did you least. think about Grimes like after this year? Were you super surprised? I or looked up you... this stat because during the middle of the season, I kept saying that Grimes was going to commit, and everybody was like, no, you know what you're talking about. I'm like, if you're a top 10 recruit on Rivals, you always oh, yeah. declare after I mean, freshman year. So it was like, I looked it up. Out of the last 60 players that were Rivals' top 10 players, 54 declared after their freshman year. And then only one player stayed past their sophomore season. So, like, the system is designed for you pick where you want to go to school, you're only there for eight months, and the moment you can leave, you leave. So Grimes was Grimes was never coming back. Yeah, his the plan was always one and done. And, I mean, I would say, how do we know it's going to get much better for Quentin Grimes? Like, if you're about to get R.J. Hampton and you get a couple other players, like, who's to say that Grimes doesn't start next year? He's coming off the bench on the KU team. He's your seventh, eighth guy. Is that best-case scenario for him? Like, go to the NBA well, and I mean, then try to hoop. I don't think if I don't think we're getting Hampton if Grimes comes back. Like, Grimes, I think, would come back and have a pretty solid season. I couldn't but, believe how bad he was this year. Yeah, I know. It was well, shocking. That's the thing, too. He didn't show anything. Like, he was a spot-up jump shooter. He it was didn't very dunk. much Wayne Selden, and Wayne Selden came back sophomore year and stunk then, too. What, so. what pick would have Grimes went if you could still come out of high school? Is that top, not crazy I think to think been about? Top twenty, yeah, because they had a top four. five for next year's draft. So I don't know how that translates to a year before. But yeah, like, Jeff Goodman's top five. He had Grimes at four, and he didn't even have Zion in there. Oh yeah, which is I mean, insane. Wild. But still, but, to have Grimes have you guys as a heard top the, five uh, pick. Calipari, I read he did some interview, and I read a story. He basically was saying that they recruited Tyler Hero over Zion Williamson. Like I didn't think he was going to be that good. Like God. You don't got yeah. YouTube? I, got, <laughs> I never yeah. saw Zion play a high school game, but I watched enough YouTube to know, like, yeah, that kid's going to be really good. Well, when did Coach Cal say that? He said that during the Final Four when he was making all those runs. I can show you guys the story if you want. Oh, he, was like, he was like, we had a chance at both. We started recruiting Tyler Hero once we kind of felt like Zion was going to go in a different Wait, direction. Wait, that's a fire Final Four offense. this year? Yeah, this year when he was doing on the media tour. That's what he said. He was like, going back, I didn't know that's Zion some was going to be That's some shit he would say. Anymore. Is that him trying to save face for not being able to get Zion to come, though? Yeah, they were like, yeah, 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 no, maybe. Calipari thing. But just saying and I didn't know he was going to be that good. Just a bonker like, statement. So you can, those two could have played together easily. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, the there two. were definitely a lot of takes that were when Zion came in that people said, and I think AB was one of them. Uh, can he, he, how's he going to do against grown men? And it was like, but that was dude, everyone's. Everyone said he couldn't shoot. Yeah, but it, it was and still like, oh, he was just dominating small white kids, but it was like, I mean, he, he was dominating still, small white kids. I mean, but he was, he was like that. dominating small white kids more than anyone had ever dominated small white kids since like literally LeBron. So yeah, I, I'll never forget um, back when I used to host with Danny. Um, Remember when T.Y. Hilton was at Florida International and they played Louisville and T.Y. Hilton was just better than everybody else. And I'll never forget, (laughs) 
Danny was like, when I'm looking at NFL, when I'm looking at college players, speed is the number one translator. Like, if you're really fast, that's just going to translate. He was yeah. like, I knew T.Y. Hilton had the chance because he was just faster than all these major college players. Like, Zion's just more athletic than everybody else. That just translates to your next level of basketball. Yeah. Like, we watched a lot of college basketball between the three of us. There ain't a whole lot of otherworldly college athletes. There's like no. 10. When I watch college basketball, there's like 10. Yeah. Now, in the NBA, there's like 20 or 30. But if we're talking of like guys that you think are like super athletic, guys that can get their own shot, guys that can finish at the rim, it's like five guys in college basketball can do it. So yeah. I, I always knew that Zion and why, and He's why. still the biggest one Yeah, exactly. In That's why he's such a lock is it's like he's this athletic and he's bigger than – Almost everybody in the NBA, too. What was he's that stat be, where he'd be like a top? Yeah, the, they said one second of the biggest, biggest in the NBA. Yeah, he'd be the second biggest. <laughs> I was surprised that Zion was as good defensively as he was. I yeah, didn't think he was going to show the effort and motor. Some of that the pictures of his blocks, like his was head. He's like, he stole it. Like, he was getting them. Like, steals oh, all the time, off. too. There was so. one that, he, like, uh, I think it was against UCF, where he, like, recovered when he got juked out at the top of the key. Oh, yeah. And he just, like, went over the top and blocked. Like, it was insane. The block against Virginia was stupid. Yeah, and I remember thinking then, I was like, how many guys in the league we think could recover like this? Like, there aren't many guys that, like, Zion got shook. Like, I mean, it happens, you know? Like, a guy hits a stutter step on you, and you're just kind of frozen, and the guy just gets an easy layup. Like, the fact that Zion was athletic enough to get beat and then turn around, like, that's something that you do in a video game. You just yeah. get mad at the game. Like, That's a the LeBron in the playoffs kind of thing yeah, where he's just, actually it, trying on defense. An and incredible he, yeah. block. Yeah, so, I mean, Zion, you, you recruit a guy like Zion. You know he's going to be a lock in the NBA. He's never going to be a bust. But I guess – Can we talk about how Kansas – Zion was like Wiggins. You're going to be the number one pick yeah. probably regardless. Curtis Townsend, there is text messages to him saying, do whatever to get Zion Williamson. We just all forgot that that happened. Uh, because it's Duke. It's just like it. I mean, it's just it's pretty funny that he was. Wait, I mean, like in messages, hey, do whatever you can <laughs> you to make sure we did. Fans something? have forgot, or like Duke fans. Everybody has forgotten that a college a college coach is on record telling someone who we know pays athletes do whatever you can to get this player. Well, I mean, Will Wade just got reinstated, and he was telling people to give a rookie minimum. The whole dude. the so whole like, game is shady. That's why I'm did not worried about KU at all because LSU LSU's AD stepped down today. Yeah, yeah. I'm think that. What is that? Him wanting to fire him and nobody else would let him do it. Like, what's the he's story still with there? the program though? He's still with yeah, those. Like, he was just like an advisor or something. Yeah, they're calling him. Tra- he, he's transitioning out of the. Uh, yeah, like, everyone hated him though. They wanted him gone anyways. Yeah, this was just an well, easy way to get him out yeah. of here. The Townsend thing is interesting. I think we're all in agreement that Townsend's probably the fall guy. Um, he's gonna be. If anything ever was to go down, Jarrett might actually be the fall guy. <laughs> I think you actually got three people like right now in KU. Like Self is like clearly the mastermind of it. But he's not well. Shit. Yeah, no, I he mean, he's still texting. He's involved. Curtis is the fall guy, and Jaren's might be the weed man. <laughs> like you need a solid holy trinity. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Jaren's the Jaren's is man. handing out pounds. To he's recruits. clearly the weed man. He's like, I got you, dimes and nicks. I got you here. Bill, you could just tell Bill has been doing it for a while. Like he oh, knows yeah. what the hell he's doing. Well, like he was secretive with the text. Those like, texts, he was, was just. Bill was incredible in those. Oh, yeah. The thing that we really Master. don't talk about enough is how they had a wiretap on Bill's phone, and then technical difficulties just happened. No, <laughs> Bill, they couldn't get it. Bill's got people. In they had a scanner. <laughs> yeah. you know, we you watch those movies where somebody enough. has a scanner to find where the wire is. Hey, Bill's got burner phones. Bill he got that. everything. Bill, but yeah, Bill. that was truly. I think you tweeted you're like, we need to hang a banner for technical difficulties. Yeah, I want a banner now. Field also says technical difficulties because who knows what a phone call would have the weird thing i've seen with ku fans over the last is like y'all kind of turned into snitches i mean how is rj barrett riding (laughs) around in this car i I mean why is he not suspended i'm like (laughs) bro y'all really just go 
Y'all be at me. We're going after everyone. Stuff. But it's like, wild. it's like when a dude is about to. Y'all be tattletelling. That's what y'all be doing. You have to. We're... I can't believe he's riding around this Escalade. Who paid for it at NCAA? <laughs> like, bro. If we're going no down, if we're going down, damn it, Duke and Kentucky are going down too. I'm not going down without them coming with us. I mean, I'm not hating on the kid. They took away Silvio DeSosa. Like, they didn't years. take away. Like, they didn't take away. Zion Williamson from you or Josh Jackson. Like, I'm not hating on Silvio. Nice player. Like, now I feel like we've overvalued Silvio DeSosa. Like, he was going to be Thomas Robinson this year if he was on the team. Yeah. I, I, mean, I guess it's just he like. He was going to average 11 and 6, and you guys are really hyping it. Like, he was going like, to be balling for you guys. I know you won't buy this, but, like, I really do just feel bad for Silvio. No, like, I know. I, I mean, I'm on your guys' side. I mean, we saw jokes here. I mean, I. I I think the system is just rigged and fa- like unfair. I, mean, I just thought it was. Have you funny seen that... a two-year punishment for really? Anyone? No, I mean, no, I mean, he's it's absurd. That's absurd. There has to be more. It I just sucks say. for him because he can, now he might just have to declare for the draft with like yeah, no they're, games they're under his belt. They're just not going to make a decision, and he's going to have to go. I think it's just obvious that the NCAA. And KU needed him last year. I mean, they, for they, sure, they realized that they couldn't penalize KU. Like, there's nothing in all of that that penalizes KU. Like, self didn't say anything. You know, jumping out the window. Curtis Townsend didn't jump. Like. There's nothing they theoretically – the only thing they can do to Kansas is say you played a player who was not eligible. That's the yeah. only thing. There's nothing they can hit Kansas with directly. So they just penalized one person they could, the yeah. athlete. I mean, that's what they always do. That's so, the crazy thing with Silvio last year, though, is he would have played a shit ton. Like, he would have been starting instead of Dave, well, who looks pretty Well, when you look back on how the sometimes. season turned out, yeah. Um, you guys still filing petitions to get Silvio in here? You guys filing petitions still? Didn't somebody Has do that? Has petition ever worked for anything? Not, yeah, not, like not this. Like this kind of you thing. think the NCAA is like, oh man, yeah. they got three thousand Twitter followers. I roll my let's, eyes every time I let's see a do this. No like, offense. No. Did you, which position? Do you think they'll give? Oh, do you think he'll have any chance to play this year? Oh, yeah, I think he's a chance. I think he'll play this year. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think a decision will be made in time. There's so many things that could happen to just. I don't know, just to be – like the whole roster could be different. Like just with a few decisions, if Dote comes back, Silvio gets cleared, get RJ Hampton. I don't yeah, know, the team could just be so different. Going to Duke, so. yeah. Hopefully. I actually I, mean, I feel pretty confident he's going to Duke. Probably. Why not? Everyone's Cassius Stanley, I think we're gonna talk some recruiting maybe after we're done with C dot or whatever. But Cassius Stanley had a finalist of UCLA, Oregon, Kansas for literally almost like the last he year. He put it on Instagram for final last, three with all like, the uniforms. Somebody year. popped in with and that Duke bag. pops in with that three bag. weeks ago. And he's yeah. going to go to Duke. Yeah, it's he insane. visits, and now he's deciding on Saturday. That bag. I cannot wait for the tell-all book that comes out about Coach K someday. Has Cam Reddish declared yet? I know Zion has. I haven't seen Zion, RJ have. I don't know yeah, if Cam I Reddish seen had. Cam Reddish should come back to school. Like I mean, I know the system tells you that you should go, but – Cam Reddish should come back to school. Wait, so did Cam Reddish have a bad year based off your standards for one and done? I think so. Okay. I, I mean, I, but I mean, that's my point. Duke and Kentucky have those guys too. Yeah, I mean, but I, you also get the Zion, so that kind of covers up the yeah, camps. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Cam Reddish was near. I mean, think about it. Like, they there were was one, time, two, three in the draft. Yeah, we were talking about Cam Reddish. Like, he was a top five. Like, I wouldn't feel good. Like, think about it. Think about if you're a Bulls fan and your team God misses out on Zion. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to hear this. But. If you're a Bulls fan and your team misses out and they get the third overall uh, pick. And then, so Zion's off the board. John ja. Morant's off the board. Like, you feeling really great if your choice is between R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish? Like, I, I like R.J., but if we get Cam Reddish. I don't I'm like R.J.'s game. And I don't like a lot better in the NBA. But he can't shoot, which scares me for the NBA. Yeah, but it, that's I don't the thing know. with Cam is Cam didn't do really shit besides shoot threes. I don't like I didn't I don't like Cam Reddish's game. At I all. told AB Cam Reddish is like Wesley Johnson 2.0, and Wesley I hope you guys Johnson. get him. <laughs> I God, hope you guys but, get him because AB. Yeah. 
I'll be. But very you don't impressed. deserve Zion because you've made oh, the takes of. Up. I don't know if Zion fits our team. Well, what are we I gonna do with? What are we gonna do ja. with? What are we gonna do yeah. with Lori Marketing if we get Zion? There's no you've, way you can pass on. Yeah, Zion. I know. No, but I wouldn't be disappointed if like we got two and got Jaw. Like, oh, you we know, just I, need a point I, I guard more there. than a wing, I think. But, I just I think know. Zion. Just, I just look at his floor like. I just don't know how he's not Blake Griffin. Oh, like just I based on like the baseline, I don't know how he's not a twenty-two and ten for the next twelve yeah, years. You have like, to take he's definitely averaging double-digit boards yeah, his locked, whole I mean, and, and that's career. Just, that's the minimum I think he could be. Like he could be the ceiling is absurd. Yeah, I mean he, he could be the best player in the NBA in the next four years, and I wouldn't be like stunned if that was. If the he case. gets a jumper, it is if, over. If, yeah, if he's it an above-average jump shooter. Yeah, it's he crazy. was making jumpers in the tournament yeah, too. Yeah, shots disgusting. Because like bro. I mean, th- I mean, think about how quickly Giannis like developed. Like Giannis, two three years ago was really good. I think if you really followed the NBA, you knew he was like up next. Right. Yeah. Now Giannis, you can make a point, the best player in the league. Like Zion could be that in four years. Oh, I would be shocked at all signs that. I know he's not built like Giannis, but just I mean, I, he just in a way he could be more dominating. Yeah, physically I mean, than that, he's so. just a walking twenty four and twelve. Like, yeah. Tw- yeah. Twenty four, twelve and six. You know, like. Yeah, you got to take that. Zion is as much of a lock as I don't know who's the last person that was. I think Carl Anthony Towns. Was we talked about low this because like it was. I was Anthony Davis, Davis Jaleel. Jaleel. Yeah, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Like watching him because I remember we talked about this the first time you came on. Obviously, who's the last lock at number one with Thomas Robinson? Like Thomas Robinson was like clueless second player in college basketball. It was obvious that Anthony Davis was like miles ahead of where he was in the past. Like it was just you gotta like my bias. Ku asked thought T Rob would somehow be better just because I loved him so much. I was not high on T Rob. Like six foot. Eight dudes. I don't know why he shoot. couldn't be Montrez Harrell right now for the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, he like, doesn't that, get that's a kind chance. of what that was going to be. I thought he was going to be yeah. like a high energy dunks, rebounds, solid He's defender. Got the motor. Yeah, like I was. I mean, sure, I'm sure you guys watched it. The game two a couple nights ago. Like Montrez Harrell's turned into a good NBA player. Right. All right. Well, so I like this. So while we're talking about it, just to bring this a little bit more back to KU. So the guys that are leaving KU, I'm still going to assume Udoka's going. I'm going to assume we know Grimes is going. Diedrich's going. Who, best case scenario, who are those guys in the league? Like, who is Diedrich Lawson in the league? I think the best one that case, c- Zach Randolph. <sighs> no, he's not even. No, I don't think he's close to Zach Absolute Randolph. best case. Zero. I would um, say for you, just Udoka, the way he plays Zach's a dog, though. He led a team a to a fucking. I think Udoka. I think Udoka's Clint Capella, right? He could be that, couldn't he? Play on a good team. I don't think he's as, as athletic as he is. <sighs> Doke's pretty athletic. Um. Uh, I'm trying to. I, I shouldn't have put you guys on the spot. No, I'm trying to think. It's tough, but I, I'm Diedrich, actually. I'm actually thinking on Diedrich. Yeah, I'll give you Evan Turner. I think Evan Turner is a realistic thing for Diedrich Lawson. God, yeah. but he's like a, a a solid role player that can be the seventh, eighth guy on your team. Yeah, I guess. I just think Evan Turner has so many more guard skills than like Diedrich does. Yeah, I mean, I'm not very high on Diedrich's game going to the next level. Yeah, I don't know. I just think I'm there's just, a lot I just of guys get any like higher Diedrich though Lawson. where he was at. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to see like when you think about T. Rob, how like you said he could have carved out a spot in the NBA being a Harold type dude, but I'm just trying to think of where Diedrich and Grimes, like Grimes, who it's so hard to judge him because you see his high school tapes and you're like, oh, he's Darren Williams. Then you see his college tapes and i don't see a spot anywhere right now for him but yeah i don't know udoka I i'm think. trying to think for udoka what's the best case scenario the thing is like there's just not many good big guys no. anymore in the nba like that's the thing like there's just not many traditional pose don't hit outside jump shots 
Like, there's just not that many of those. Yeah. Well, you got AD, JoJo. I guess DeMarcus is yeah, still maybe decent. maybe like Martin Gortat, maybe. He's like a realistic, but like he's a better jump shooter, but Nene. like kind of how he is as a post player. <laughs> Nene's not. I mean, Nene's. I think Nene was a little bit more athletic. Than yeah. Udoka. Like, Udoka's like a. Like, Nene was like a stretch forward. Like, Udoka's was a, like a Kenneth Reed almost. Yeah, he's like, like a, a traditional 1981 big, you know? Diedrich's like, kind of tough to find a comparison to, like, especially tough, today's game. He just lacks so You'd have much to go, like, years back. Yeah, Diedrich's tough. I'm trying to, I mean, sh- I can't think of 41-year-old Dirk, maybe? Just, like, how old and slow and <laughs> I unathletic they are. I not drafted, but being a really good overseas player. That's yeah, why I think that's why happen. people, KU fans, were, like, kind of, you know, why is he leaving? He's not going to get drafted. Diedrich Lawson's going to make a ton of money overseas. And for some, shout out to him. For some reason, people seem to think that if you don't play in the NBA, yeah. that like you can't get basketball doesn't right. work for you anymore. Like I know it's not your dream scenario. Like take somebody like Mizzou. I'm sure it's somebody like this at KU or like Jacob Pullen. Like Jacob Pullen made millions of dollars playing the Euro League. So Langford, yeah, what's yeah. what's better? You can make four hundred thousand next year playing in Greece or playing at Kansas. Like yeah. no disrespect. I mean, I'm taking the four hundred thousand dollars and I'm playing in Greece when you right. can always. You know, like, so I, yeah. I, 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 I think that's it more than anything. People, we, people seem to think if you don't get drafted that you can't play basketball. Like, yeah. It's not the NFL. Like, yeah, there's we, leagues that you can make decent amount of money. We talked about this a lot last episode, the offseason episode before, Sharon. We, uh, and it's like, these guys only have a short time frame of their careers to make money playing basketball. So it's like, you got to start 400000 over 10 years is going to be a lot more money than 400000 over nine years. So it's like, you got to do it when you can. So... We've already touched a ton on that. It's just like yeah. people being mad about these dudes. But yeah, I don't, I don't know about Diedrich. I, I'm trying to think for Grimes. Like Grimes is, uh, I think he's got to play point guard if he's gonna be good in the league. And maybe like, uh, oh, this could be a, Reggie Jackson. Best case scenario, if Grimes could develop some more point guard skills, kind of a bigger dude. I just struggle when I watched him. Of, I think when you watch NBA players, you can always say this person does X really well. Like Patrick Beverly, I'd be watching the playoffs right now. Patrick Beverly might be the best on-ball defender in the NBA. You know what I mean? Like, that's the one thing he – like, if you're that, you'll always have a place. Like, someone will always have you on your team. Like, Like, what would you say Quentin Grimes' skill is? He's not a great shooter, not a great defender, not an excellent ball hand. Like, I just don't know what he does at a high enough level to get on the floor at the NBA. That's fair. Best skill. But so, that kind of reminds me, your guys' – didn't you guys have a little argument about yeah. Grimes when it came to, I don't know, B-Turn, this was your thing? Yeah, uh, it was like it was like a month ago or whatever when you said, I think you said KU got it wrong with Quentin Grimes. I just wasn't really sure what that meant, like if we shouldn't have recruited him or like no, the I system was saying, wasn't right. No, it, I, going back, like somebody said, like they were talking about like, you know, he's not a one and done and all this stuff. Well, then they got it wrong. Like KU didn't recruit Quentin Grimes to be there for three, four years, like – I, I think sometimes people think if it didn't work your freshman year, then you just keep coming back until it works. Like, sometimes my plan is I'm only going to be here. I don't care what you tell me. Like, we all agree here in this room, Quentin Grimes should come back to college. Like, if yeah. this was 25 years ago, if you just struggled, no big deal. Like, hey, you're 18 years old. You just put basketball has developed into such a way, and it's part of the way that the system works is it is now a negative the longer you stay in school. That, like, if you're yeah. Wayne Sullivan and you stay to your junior year, you are a failure. Like, we look at you like your career was disappointing unless you break through and then have that Buddy Hield year. Like, Buddy Hield was an okay college player. He came back, and then he was national player of the year. Now he's turned into a really good NBA player. Like, 
people just don't look at it in as a positive if you stay in longer and longer. So I was saying is KU got it wrong with Grimes of the – I think the plan was to have him there for a year, and he just had a very subpar season. Well, then wouldn't you just say that everyone got it wrong then? Yeah, I mean, no, like I Kentucky agree. got yeah. it wrong, but yeah. they just didn't land them? Or? Like okay. recruiting analysts and stuff like that. Yeah, like that. Scal. Like I remember Scal. He would have, like like I said earlier, Q would have been a, probably a top ten pick if he could still come out of high school. Yeah, That's I the crazy. Scal was the number one player in his class over Ben Simmons. Yeah. Like people yeah. watched Ben Simmons and him play basketball and came to the conclusion that he was better than Ben Simmons. It's just and so wild. I think that's where I have an issue with what we started this whole show with is – it is more about the player than it is the coaches, I think. Because it's like Kentucky has a number one overall dude that can't even get minutes in the league. But they have so many of the other dudes that are so good, we forget about it. So it's like, I don't know. I, I struggle to really buy into the take that Bill Self just – and I get it. KU has a pretty tough system, I think, for young guys. But I still struggle to buy into the take that if you're a one-and-done at Kansas, it's going to be way harder for you to have a good year than it is at these other schools. Because if you're elite, you're going to be good. Yeah, I just think that some people create systems that are more like NBA-style offenses that it's easier for you to like have individual numbers where maybe KU doesn't subscribe to it. Like I think that Coach, I think that Coach Cal has a system and a scheme that is built to showcase players like Quentin Grimes. They're like, if Grimes had gone to Kentucky – he would just be in a completely different offense that would just be much more free-flowing, much more isolation that would, like, ready you for the NBA. Like, think about Trey Young, like, for example. I don't think Trey Young gets picked third overall if he goes to Kansas. Like, I just don't think he ever gets the ability to do all the stuff that he did at Oklahoma that, like, yeah, now, you like at, I'm gonna say, well, now you look at him at Atlanta, that's kind of how he plays. Like, he plays exactly how he played at Oklahoma. Like, yeah. they create a system that, like, hey, you're our best player. We're going to showcase what you do really well. And now let's see in the lottery. Like, I mean, Atlanta's got a chance to get a top five pick. You piece Trey Young with another really good player. Like, that's how – I mean, that's exactly what uh, Philadelphia did. Like, they got Simmons. They got MB. They had another number one pick when they should have taken Jason Tatum and they took Markel Fultz. Like, that's how you build a championship team. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Trey almost averaged like thirty at OU. He yeah. wouldn't even average twenty at KU. No, no way. I don't I mean, think he averages. Our team was so good that year too. Yeah, I mean Trey Young made a great college decision that I think a lot of people at one point questioned, but it just made sense. See, I don't know. 20, I don't know he if averaged I believe twenty-seven and nine. I don't know if I would have believed that Grimes would have had a good year at Kentucky. Like he just didn't look like sure he Grimes He was so slow. He couldn't shoot. Are like, we? Unless it was the yeah. system. I is he know. not the Jamero Baker guy? The Wasn't he a McDonald's no, I, I mean, All-American game? So it's board. like, I, I don't know. I just struggle. Does he start at Kentucky this year? No. Well, yeah. Keldon I mean, Johnson, Hero, Hagens. Things would have turned out I didn't out like Hagens' game at all. I actually went to the Elite Eight game, um, and just Hagens, I thought, pissed his pants. Oh, he was yeah. terrible. Harper. In and he can't shoot. His jumper's awful. He was terrible. He he's quick, but I would... School. I don't know if I he is think he, he announced he's coming back. back. But oh, Hero, he's back. Yeah. yeah, Hero and Johnson both today, like... Yeah, I saw they said they're both not coming back. Leaving, so. I saw that. That's that's good. Yeah, I mean, Hero... I don't know. I think I think a guy like Tyler Hero would have been good in KU system as a freshman. A dude that can shoot, run him off screens like a Macklemore. So, I just... I. I think it just all kind of comes down to the type of player. Were, yeah, they, they were isoing him. Bryce Brown was, was, was destroyed. Yeah, I mean, man. either Bryce Brown or Harper. They were just doing ball screens and switches up at the top and just taking Tyler Hero to the rack. Auburn was, they should have been in the title game. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, don't foul on three-pointers. 
Did you guys go to the Elite they Eight sh- game? Shouldn't have fouled no. Jerome. I was depressed. No, the tickets man. were like what, twenty bucks? Yeah, they I were s- cheap. I, I said, thought about it, but I wanted to watch that Duke game I so bad. I said like one thirteen for like thirty-five a piece. I'm like, if I can, I, mean, I live so close to the Sprint Center. I'm like, right. man, if I can walk and spend thirty-five dollars, like why would I'm gonna watch this game at home anyway? Like, right. Why would I not go? What if Bill would have came out and said I recruited Grimes over Zion? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's <laughs> absurd. I gotta see this story because that's absurd. Yeah, no, you gotta Park. read it. I sent it to my friend. I can send it to you guys. Yeah, because my friend, because he went to the, he was like making fun of Tyler Hero, and <laughs> I sent him that story, and he went crazy. That's the shit Coach Cal does when he doesn't get someone, though. Oh, he yeah. That. yeah. I remember when he didn't get Wiggins, he was shook by that, but <laughs> it's whatever. Uh, they asked him, I was, uh, I went back and I watched Dan Patrick's show, and they were, they asked Cal, like, what's the recruit you missed out on that it hurt? And Dan Patrick told the story that Izzo cried when he didn't get Chris Weber. He was like, you know, I wonder what Izzo answer. did when he didn't get Josh. That was probably pretty shocking. He was, them, he was like Bridges, pissed about that. I think he like said something about it. Yeah, I mean, him and Bridges were best friends. He probably was like, damn, Adidas dropped that bag. And we he's had from Michigan. Up. He's from Detroit, yeah, from right? Detroit. It's about to be Who's how the we're player feel that about you guys are 100% got paid to go to Kansas. Uh, like now, like now, thinking back, like yeah, he didn't play at Kansas for free. I was just thinking Wiggins for sure, and probably Josh. I yeah, I mean, think, there's there's no way that Wiggins went to Kansas for free. Yeah, no I would way. think he had so many connections, like yeah, Florida no State, and, and he like yeah. instantly signed an Adidas deal, like <laughs> yeah. like right after when right after he declares, he just has a shoe. Like, but the uh, thing is, Josh Jackson signed with Under Armour, so that stuff's always interesting. But I Josh could, Jackson, there was a lot going. I mean, you factor in his like he they did the whole he did it right. They had the Under Armour or they had the AAU program where like I don't know how that stuff works, but Duke does it all the time. Bagley's dad ran one. Yep. Josh Jackson's mom ran one. If you can get that position where you're running the AAU program and then they're just funneling the money in that way, actually, you're set. I actually salute DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Ayton's folks because, like, they were taking money from everybody. They were <laughs> yeah. taking from Nike, Adidas, Puma, yeah. Under Armour. Yeah, can you imagine me at Nike? Vans. Nike. <laughs> if you sell shoes, they were taking money to play basketball. Taking Starberry money. Oh. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton probably made $300,000 his freshman year to play basketball. He was just waiting on someone to pay yeah. him. And then he signed with Puma. That's KU so funny. KU was the like, only school recruiting him. I wonder if we were giving him money. Yeah, that's another that guy. Been, yes, of course we were giving him yeah. money. I uh, think I think sucks. Cliff might be another one, too. No, Cliff absolutely yeah. got paid. Selby clearly got paid. Yeah. It. I mean, I Selby's think... another instance with the NCAA kind of fucking him with his year. He got suspended for like ten games, and then yeah, no, that was he just fun. wasn't the and same. People, I always say, I remember that first game against USC. UKU fans were convinced he was Michael Jordan. Best my ever. family drive to Chicago for Christmas at two in the morning so I could watch that eleven a.m. tip time <laughs> in Chicago, and I mean, he went for like twenty five. Hit a game winner. You guys made it. He was Dwayne yeah. Wade. Oh yeah. I mean, no, he got up to a great start. It wasn't that was the VCU year, too. If he would have been what he was, he was supposed just, to be, that team would have won. The thing nobody easily. ever talks about with Selby is, like, he was hurt that whole second half of the year. Like, in that Jason King book, like, he was playing with, uh, like, he, they had, like, a little metal plate in his shoe. He was wearing too big of shoes because his foot was so messed up. But Selby, like we've said, if you're a top ten pick, your plan is you're going pro no matter what. And he refused to sit out because he was hurt because he didn't want to, like, ruin his – Draft stock or whatever, I think but the NCAA messed up Diallo too. Yeah, I mean Diallo. Diallo, Diallo should have came back, but it turned out fine. So it's whatever. Yeah, Diallo yeah. probably got money too. So yeah, I mean, I just everyone's getting money nowadays. Exactly. Yeah, if you're top no 10 one, pick, I'd be more surprised if like recruit. a top fifty recruit came out and said they didn't get money. Yeah, that's the main would, reason KU fans are I getting pissed. I would be surprised if like 
I'm trying to think of a player. But like, I mean, like Creighton and TCU were dropping bags. Like yeah. when I saw that, I just knew that everyone's TCU, doing it. TCU, that's just hilarious. That's tough. I'll say this: I wouldn't be surprised if like David McCormick didn't get paid. Like if he didn't get paid, but I would be surprised if while he's at KU. If it's not an understood, if you need something, this is who you talk to. Right. Like, I think that every college, I think every major college player at a school like that has to take care of. So like, it's like, if you're Keldon Johnson and you want the new Jordans that come out, yeah. I don't think you're, you're paying for the new Jordans. No. I mean, you walk around a campus, everyone's got the newest Beats, the newest yeah. I mean, everyone's yeah. got something. Yeah. So. so, like, that's what I think. So, I wouldn't, right. be, I wouldn't be shocked if David McCormick went to KU and you're just like, oh, you know, I want to go play at KU. I just think that his understanding will take care of you while you're here. Right. Also, why does Arizona still get top recruits? Not we no can't more. Get, we they can't got get the, in. Like, t- they got a top three class this oh, year. Word? Oh, yeah. my bad. Well, I clearly ain't been paying attention. So it's crazy. You, would you, I mean, Arizona's it makes sense. Like clearly cheating. Like, yeah, yeah, but. It's clearly cheating. Would you probably say 100% of the reason we're not getting recruits is the FBI shit? Um, or. I would say 100%. I do think this self-one-and-done thing maybe hurts you guys way more than KU fans want to give it credit just because there's only, like, we agree, Kentucky and Duke get them at such a pace, yeah. and KU doesn't. Right. It's like, why are they getting them in KU? And, they're like, it's not like who's fourth at getting one-and-done players. Like, you would think all these kids that go to Duke, Cam Reddish would just be like, well, why would I just go to Kansas and I can just do the exact same thing that I'm doing and then be higher up. So, like, I think that that hurts them more than KU fans want to give it credit. Um, I think how adamant Self was over the last two months about NBA rumors, I think maybe privately it was bigger than what people like. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, maybe because I work oh, in the Coach media. Coach K's so telling recruits that he's leaving. Yeah, and maybe I'm just biased because I work <laughs> in the media. Like, things don't ever start just because I don't just sit at home one day. Like, you know what, man? I want to just make up a rumor one day about <laughs> yeah, Bill right. Self. Yeah. You know, like, you hear it from – you either hear it from somebody directly in the know or you hear it from somebody who directly knows somebody in the know. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe you don't get it from self, but the AD, you're his next-door neighbor, so you're having a conversation with him, and then he tells you. You know what I mean? So, like, you right. feel like you got on some kind of authority. That I think, I think it crossed self's mind, and maybe somebody reached out to his agent, and they had one conversation, and then the one conversation – you know, the wrong person found out that Self had the conversation, so now it's man, Self's thinking about leaving. You know how, like, yeah. you know, a big game of telephone. I think, I think that's probably what that happened. Bulls rumor kind of had me that a little was a worried tough hour. because it Dang. was a handicapper, and those Vegas handicapper yeah. dudes know everything yeah. somehow. So I was like, uh oh. Well, it was like the Casey Star dropped their thing about Tyreek, and then like 90 minutes later, it was all Bill Self's like confirmed to the Bulls, like next coach. <laughs> I was freaking out. Like, my two teams were losing, like, our, well, not their most important people, but top five most important people, I would say. And then, I mean, obviously, yeah, things but. unfold and whatever. But I don't know. I, we are, Ryan and I went back and forth on this all the time with why Self would leave. I don't think Self's leaving to take a job that's, like, that much better. My worry was things are about to hit the fan at KU. Yeah, that he like would just bounce. Carol, yeah, yeah. That's, that and that's what worried me more is that not only are we losing self, but we're about to get fucked as a program, and then it's just going to be tough to recover from. Yeah, and because that's not a great NBA job. Like, yeah, tomorrow, that's what I we can to go back him. and forth on that. I tried to yeah, tell him that, Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I know you're like, but like, <laughs> Overall, but yeah. But, like, tomorrow, if he took the Knicks job, I would understand it. Like, right. I, mean, I know they got a good coach, but, like, they could potentially get a number one pick. They could potentially get KD, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like, I would understand right. if you took the Knicks job. If he or, went to coach LeBron James in yeah, LA. Yeah, I would get yeah. that. But, like, if 
if you left for the Bulls or the Grizzlies, like that just tells me like that you hurts. just like clearly want to get out. You got because yeah, like I mean Billy Donovan when he left Florida. I went to go coach Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Like, yeah, I had right. a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, a really good job. Right. Yeah, I took it. Like, I would get that. Like, taking the Bulls job with, like, no star right now on the roster just tells me that you were, like, you were going to leave. So, I'm with you. That's that's what I thought. It's yeah. tough for Bill to even find a better job that he has right now. Like, he has it so easily. Yeah, I mean, he has, he has, has it so easy at KU. Eight he gets job praised. Like, top yeah. eight job. I'd yeah. say that. Too. Like, him and Cal would probably never leave until they retired. No, yeah, it, it has been very interesting how they at the banquet last night how they handled everything. Like he's never been this outspoken about rumors, and I don't know if that's a recruiting thing or if that's a they were legit. I was considering it, and now I'm. I think I've it's that it. plus an Adidas thing. I mean, the, the, the Adidas thing has to worry you. Yeah. Like it just has oh, to. It worry terrifies you. me every day. It has to. Because, I mean, at any – like, just knowing the NCAA, at any day, something could happen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know when it could happen, but would any of us be surprised when we look on our phone that they announce something? Like, I just don't know how, given well, the uncertainty, you could be surprised. So, like, I think that's one thing that, like, if you were Kentucky, you're like, hey, something could happen. Maybe you don't play in the NCAA tournament. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, self had to be in front of and say, I'm going to be here. I'm not leaving. Let's try to get out in front of us. Like, that's right. your only option right now. I mean, the Silvio suspension makes you scared right there, I feel like. He played on a Final Four team. He got two years. That was the record-breaking Part of year is, to, with the streak, right. like 14 in a row. I, I feel. I mean, I haven't seen a two-year punishment for yeah, I mean, That I almost think, makes me confident that, like, since that penalty was so severe, that that might be all that happens. Like, no one I'm gets just, suspended for two years. I don't – if our punishment is we lose the Final Four banner and we lose that big – like, who cares? We still went to that Final Four. But what I'm trying to figure out is, is there more – I'm more worried about is more going to come out. If more doesn't come out, I think we've got away from this pretty lucky. Like, I don't think been. any more is coming out. You know, well, well, did you case, see the then. season ticket thing? They're offering like a two-year loyalty yeah. on pricing for KU Hoops. Yeah, oh, that wow. happened. That's that what scared. This happened scared. a couple months ago. But when we saw that, we were terrified that like they want to get people locked in for two years in case there's like a postseason ban yeah. to where there might be a lack of interest, which, I mean, it's still AFA, just, you know, whatever. But, yeah. I mean, why else would they do that? Yeah, no, that makes sense. never I done mean, it before. Right. No way. I don't know how you guys season tickets. I've, you know, I don't really pay for tickets when I go to the games. <laughs> I don't know much about them. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've had season tickets for a while, and it's just like. Uh, people always get on me for going to you guys' games. Closet KU fan, you yeah, you care so. Who knows if you, you pay for tickets this is, or not? This is C dots mentions. You care so much about KU. Why? I love that about you. You work in the media and people wonder why <laughs> I mean, you talk about KU. You're a basketball fan and they hate <laughs> you for going to a good basketball. Venue. Yeah, that's what I'm always like. I'm <laughs> why like, why would you talk about so sports? Hold on, like, you're, so like as a sport, I can't go to certain sporting events. Like it doesn't. I'm like, I always just say I would have to watch this game anyway. Like yeah. it's not like I don't watch Kansas basketball as recreation. I mean, I, I enjoy watching basketball, but. I'm like, I don't watch all of the games. I'm not watching you guys' exhibition games against D2 schools. Why am right. I watching that? Like, it just has, like, we're not going to talk. I'm not breaking down that game. I don't watch every KU game, but the ones that matter, I watch them. You probably I, cheer for Washburn against us, though. I mean, that would be, you're telling me it wouldn't be incredible <laughs> if you guys lost at home to Emporia State? Oh, my God. Can you imagine the KU Twitter Oh, meltdown? my God. <laughs> Our exhibition games could get interesting next year if uh, like one least. step above an exhibition game right now. <laughs> Yeah. So good to see KU down. You know what I mean? Just warms so my down. Heart. Just warms my heart. You guys want to play Missouri this year at Sprint Center? We can set that up. I'm down. Let's do a hurricane Missouri relief. might actually have more talent right now than I, KU. 
Oh, like right, right, right now? Who's your starting five right now? I mean, Ochai Abadje is about to be a Do top 20 Do we get to count pick. Dotson since he said he's coming back? No, he's technically yeah, in Yeah, I'm draft. saying, right, so I'm saying, guys you got right now. Dotson, I think Missouri might have more talent than right I'd now. i say Dotson, Ochai, <laughs> Marcus Garrett. Dotson ain't on the team right now. Right. I thought you said we're counting him. No, because no, no, he's leaving. Right. Yeah, because. Well, we don't have anyone to run the point then. That's what I'm saying. Chris Tien got five players. Can you imagine Marcus Garrett running point guard, taking 25 shots a game? Marcus Garrett's going to take so many shots this year. Dotson's on the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm mean, gonna be honest I mean, though. Outside of Tillman, I can't name a Missouri player. Is Phillip still there? No, he's been gone for a while. <laughs> I thought I Tillman that. left. <laughs> he declared too. He's kind of like Dotson. Okay, uh, so was, he's not I on mean, the team. Yeah, no, he's not on the team. His statement was almost identical to what Dotson. Oh, okay. you handled that so carefully. They were like highlighting the <laughs> most important parts. Like he's just getting feedback. Yeah, that was the difference. Is Dotson's clearly was a. This is what I have to do. I'm right. going to be back. It's a win-win. Quentin it's Grimes smart. was thanking <laughs> Grimes his, said goodbye. I mean, he was thanking his English teacher. He was <laughs> yeah. like, yo, thanks to the fans for supporting me. Thanks to Bill for waking me up. Thanks to my tutor. Like, bro, he was doing shout-outs like it was the hot 88. Like, you don't, yeah. like, you don't do all that if you're coming Shout-out to no. my – Yeah, yeah it was OD. Gone. He was like, yo, thanks to my English teacher for pushing oh, he, me. And I'm like, all right, bro, you're not coming back. I didn't even read The his best part statement. was KU fans after he did that were like, oh, he's still going to come back. Like, he's <laughs> just declaring he'll be back. I was like, did you read the fucking note he <laughs> yeah. wrote? Yeah. He, he no. thanked the whole university, every single person that's went to KU. I just want to get to the point where I have one of those iPhone press releases, you know? Like, that's oh, what yeah. I want to be in my life. Are you, you know? doing it on your notes pad? Yeah, that's oh. what they all do, you know? If you say something racist, iPhone press release, you know? <laughs> if you're announcing something major, iPhone press release. You're having a baby, iPhone press release. Like, that's what it's for. I think you got to master getting it under 240 characters. I don't like to open the notes. Like, I want to just read your tweet with your announcement. I never read the full notes thing because they're so long. <laughs> So many emojis. Yeah, I'm giving. I'm shouting out everybody. <laughs> well, yeah. that one year they did the videos, like when Brandon Green left, and oh, yeah, I feel like was, those were easy. Oh, never forget Brandon Green got a. I'm declaring for the draft video when he clearly just got kicked off the team. But and KU Twitter was nuts when he declared. <laughs> yeah, it was I'm so funny. Tell you guys the story when I was at a table with Brandon Green. No. At um, I don't want to say the club. I'm not want to try and get by a troll. I don't know how old he was, but um, yeah, it was after they won the Big Twelve tournament, a couple, whatever that was, a couple years ago. And I knew somebody at the table, and it was like me, Frank Mason, Devontae, Jab- uh, the trailer kid, what's Jamari. the Jamari. Jamari trailer. He was there in Brandon Green. I remember me and Brandon Green were rapping Jumpman. <laughs> it, like, it was a great time. It was, it was no, really I think Brandon time. Green had a really fun time in his time at Kansas. Then Jamari trailer was trying to get at my, my boy's girl. Okay. And I you know, I just thought it was funny. She had she just had no like she's not from the state, so she had no clue who he was. Right. Yeah. Then I told her when we got back to the car, she was like, Oh, for real, I should have talked to him. <laughs> and then they got in an argument about it. He's <laughs> like, yo, shut the fuck up, y'all. He's talking. I was like, oh, I didn't even start this. I'll see that's fault. I was like, I didn't even start this. Why'd you tell him he played basketball? I just didn't. Like, we were always like, it was like, it was weird. So it was like us three. So it was me, him, and her. And it was Jamari, Brandon Green, and like some other person. We were like all walking like in the same direction to the parking lot. And he was trying to talk to her. My friend was just sitting there. Like, we just thought it was amusing. She just wasn't paying him a note behind. <laughs> and then I told her when we got back, you know who that was? She's like, no, who is that? And I told her. And then that's when the hey, – Shout watch out her, Jamari. Watch her shots. walk back into the club. shoot. I mean, yeah. shoot. Frank had two of them with him. I was like, yo, Frank, you cool, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Frank's a cool Frank dude. Frank had two of them, though. One time I saw Frank at a bar, and I walked up to him. He's wearing full cheetah – or I thought it was cheetah because I have no sense of style. And I was like, yo, Frank, I like that cheetah print you got going. And he goes – 
it's leopard. Walked <laughs> away. Didn't say another word to me the whole time. I, so Frank hates me, but it's leopard. <laughs> it's leopard. But yeah, you gotta get your animal kingdom on, man. <laughs> yeah, shit. I don't know. I don't know the difference between cheetah and leopard, but yeah, your animals is lacking. Bro. He was offended. Very much lacking. But yeah, I don't know. I guess we. Uh, yeah. You got any other takes you want to get off for KU fans? We got? just thought we just thought you were saying wings weren't successful. Successful. I don't think they've had but, a lot of period. To be completely honest, I think Bigs have been disappointed. But I, I think just, the only wing you named was like Ubre. I can't really count. Selden, Selden wasn't good. I mean, I Selden, guess, was, Selden was. He was kind of a two player. guard. He wasn't I guess supposed he's a wing. to be there for as long as he was there. Like I know he didn't go one and done. Selden was supposed to be a one and done, and it just failed. You know, it just didn't work. Yeah, but I still I would call had, like right right now if we made a column of players we would deem as successes as one and dones at Kansas and failures the failure list would be bigger than the successes. God, I don't know. I Check, wish we could Check do that. was a failure. Cliff was a failure. Um, Josh Selby was a failure. I would say Wayne Selden if we're counting one and done was a failure. Uh, you might Xavier Henry was not a successful KU basketball player. Xavier Henry was a lottery pick that averaged. 13 points a game. Here's, Earlier you said that was successful. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying when I watched him at KU, like, I, he played for like, the second best like team. Macklemore, I saw, like, all right, yeah, that's a success. That's what one and done look like. Andrew Xavier Wiggins. was weird. But I get so triggered that about team the was Xavier so fucking Henry good. man because Xavier was good, played for an elite team, and was, God, that team was so the good. second best scorer okay, so on the yeah, team. If you want to count him, I'll give you him. All right. So I think it's fairly <laughs> Xavier. Even, to be honest. Yeah, then, I think it's super. It, it, it's. It's either super it's even or it's, a, or it's a little bit more negative than positive. Because, like, guys were saying of oh, Wiggins, Josh Jackson, Embiid are the only overwhelming successes that they've had. Where it's like not even – we don't even have to argue. Every other one we could argue. Ben? Or does he count as two? I wouldn't count him in the same way to me. Because he me, had just, the retro year? Yeah, to me he's just different. I just think he's yeah. different. I just think he's different too year. because he wasn't a top ten recruit. Bill, I, I just count the red say, shirt to me is different. Bill needs to get a ton of credit for Ben because Macklemore couldn't do anything outside I of shoot he, and I jump. I think he led that team in scoring. They started like four seniors. And it was just all sets we ran for him. Like he's just coming off screens, like we're setting Oops. up lobs for yeah. him. Like Bill used him perfectly. Now I guess you could argue that why didn't we use like why did Grimes not be used like I don't know. Maybe Grimes just was missing the shots, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I know we're always gonna have this argument forever. I just always think that like due to Kentucky and Duke just flat out they recruit better. Yeah, they so they're gonna have more success stories. No, but can I get a KU football take before we get out of here? Let's, Let's do hear it. it. You've been positive about Les, haven't you? Les is making Kansas cool. Like exactly. that's what they need. He's a like, celebrity, bro. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I don't know how good they're going to be this season. I, I legitimately don't know. Like they four no is one probably does. the most they can like I'd be shocked if they won more than I think four is best case scenario. I, I think I'd be happy with five. I think I'd be happy with four. <laughs> I don't a- think they're winning. AB's got us at four though to start the five, year. You think? I think we can legitimately start four now. I got us at three. We play at Boston College third game. We're yeah, not we're gonna losing win. that. Yeah. But like West Vaugh lost Holderson and Greer and K State's kinda down. That's who MU plays our first game. They West play Vaugh? West Virginia at home, yeah. You guys should win it's that. It's a big game just because of Kelly Bryant. I think you I might bet Mizzou I might bet the house in Missouri. Go ahead. I'll be a house. I'm excited this year. I think Missouri's got a chance to win 10 games this year. I'm really excited. Is the postseason ban going to get lifted? Or I, I hope so. I Everyone, would feel bad for Kelly when I Bryant. That, I was terrified yeah. for KU that we're going to yeah, get the I, death penalty or something. I'd oh, feel bad wild. for Kelly yeah, Bryant. Yeah, but no, I, I think that the biggest thing is, man, like, sometimes I don't think people see it. Like, especially now in this, like, Instagram, Snapchat culture, like, sometimes being cool counts a lot more than other stuff. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? To, like, 
Oregon, I think some kids go to Oregon because they're uniforms. Like, as dumb as it may sound, yeah, some kids, kids are like, I love cool. those uniforms. 100%. I want to play in those uniforms. Like, why would anyone pick a football team based off the uniforms? But, man, we agree that 19-year-old kids do it. Like, Les is just making them cool. So, like, if every year they're going to get a rapper to come on campus and Les is going to be doing this stuff. And, like, man, that's – like, some kid is going to be swayed by that and come. Like, I mean, that's how yeah. you get better. And, like, you need that kind of shot. Like, you need someone that comes in there and just shakes everything up. Like, that's yeah, exactly what right. he's doing. Like, See, I've same, got... same thing's happening at K-State. It's a little bit different. But, like, you talk to enough K-State people, like, there was never any media availability. The coach wasn't very accessible. So, like, the new coach comes in, like, it's just going to be different. Like, we're going to mic up players and do our, like, right. sometimes you just need that culture shock, you know? And yeah. if, my thing with it is, like, if K-State hired Les Miles, I don't think it's as good as a hire. Like, Les Miles for KU, it's perfect to get us back on the map. Because the second that that tweet got sent out, we immediately became credible again. Where we were a joke for a full decade after Mangino bounced. Yeah, and we got, got fired for you yelling got, like, at the, the Rick Ross clips going all, like, it's on Barstool. It's on all those accounts that Ball is Life tweeted about the Les and Bill Self video. Yeah, that stupid video. stepbrothers thing that like, they did. That stuff is kind of corny, but it still it gets us on the map to where people do know something about KU football like it's not a complete joke to maybe commit to KU football now so right, because everything that people knew about KU football was that they'd lose 65 to 4 against TCU yeah you're happy with four wins right oh I'm very happy with we four haven't wins. won more than three since yeah four is four is four's got to be the goal three I'm like all right not the best but it's still three. I think it's two. I, I think even if they win three games, it's how they get there. Yeah. Like, right. If K-State's like, one of those wins, that's a good year. And just are you a consistent, competitive? Yeah. But are you that, like last year, I feel like that's what we were. I mean, we legitimately should have won five games. We were a ghost-holding call against K-State away from winning that one. And then if Puka Nickel, plays Nickel against State. Nickel State, we're five and seven. No, and it's a completely different thing. Yeah, they win against coaching. We played Oklahoma. I know we lost by Puka 15. Williams to beat Nickel State. I know, though. which is a problem. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? We might not Overtime. have Puka for some games this year, but I don't know. Well, I he just, got the diversion thing. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, I just we'll think having an actual staff will probably win us yeah. at least one or two more I mean, games. Less can coach. Like, but I, we competed with Texas and Oklahoma last year, kind of. I mean, we scored 40 against Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I know the I defense sucks, but we, everybody scored we went 40 punch for Oklahoma, punch with OU, though. who We went was punch for punch with West Vaugh. We yeah. were in that game exactly. at West Vaugh. Yeah, there we were only like two games we actually got blown out against this year. Missouri would smoke KU this year. In football? Yes, yeah. I would hope so. Maybe oh. in basketball too. Be honest with you. <laughs> oh man, maybe in basketball. Okay, we're having when RJ Hampton. Who's your best player going to be? When RJ Hampton reclasses and comes Mark here, Smith, I'm Drew Smith, saying, Jeremiah Tillman coming back next year. I feel I, I'm really optimistic about Missouri basketball next when's year. Qu <laughs> when's Quanzo taking his next job? He'll probably go like St. John's. He hasn't or even something. gotten all his dudes in yet, has he? No, he's not leaving anytime soon. So he basically had a clause in his contract that if they made the tournament the first three years it, like, guaranteed him, like, more years on the back end. So, like, Missouri, unless he just, like, sleeps with an assistant, they can't fire him for, like, the first five years. Or they owe him, like, $15 No, but see, dollars. I think he's a guy that loves to just step around. No, I think we talked about this last time. I don't know if there's a better place for him than Mizzou. Like, it's, you know, it's an hour and a half from, like, we agree. Like, where he recruits the best is St. Louis. Like, right. I just, I mean, and you got to think. I mean, Missouri and Illinois were open at the same time, like, other than Illinois, I just don't know what other job he would take. That's not like I'm not saying Missouri's the best job in the country, but like he's not getting offered a significantly better job based on what's happened so far in Missouri. Yeah, he's not taking over Duke when Kay leaves or anything. Yeah, like, like, so like I mean, he's not taking Texas. He's not taking UCLA. Like, well, he, I remember when they hired him. He's not like, taking Ohio State. Like, like Ohio State would be a better job than Missouri, but that's just not. It's not right. open. And like when yeah. when they hired him, I remember Parrish and Norlander did like a 
coaches anonymous poll or whatever, and it was pretty, pretty significantly people saying that Mizzou's like a top thirty job in the country. Yeah. So I mean, like, like you said, there's nowhere better that he can go, and he's not going to get like a top tier job. So no, Missouri, lock I mean, him in for the next ten. I mean, I, I'm obviously biased. I mean, I I think Missouri's a good job for the simple fact of. I mean, Kansas City's an hour and 45 minutes away. St. Louis is an hour and 30. You're the only major Division One school that – and St. Louis has just put so many kids in the NBA over the last 10 years that if Missouri had just gotten three of them, like right. their program is just in such – I mean, you don't even got to get like, all right, Tyler Hansborough out of the window. But, man, if they had just got Otto, Otto. Porter, if they had got Bradley Beal, if they had got – God, you know, how did we not get Beal? If they had just got – Three Nike of bags. them, it's so much different than where they currently are. Like, I think, like, yeah, I mean, like, Jason Tatum was never going to go to Missouri. He was only going to go to Kansas or Duke. But, man, like, Otto Porter went to Georgetown. That's a lot of talent like, here, dude. That's yeah. I thought we were going to get Otto Porter. Otto's recruitment was weird. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, like, I, saw, uh, I saw something. I started to cut you off. But, like, um, Torrance Watson, they got this kid. Uh, he's a, he was a freshman last year. He was the first – Four-star better recruit Missouri got out of St. Louis in over a decade. Think about that. That shouldn't happen. Yeah. I know. Over a decade, they didn't get a four-star kid. Because who are you recruiting against? Like Memphis, Illinois, and Florida recruits KU? really well. Um, and Up a lot. And, and then a, a lot yeah. of those. Why do guys like Beal go to Florida from Chaminade or whatever? Yeah, and then it's a, a yeah. lot of those Big Ten schools recruit really well in St. Louis because Missouri doesn't recruit well. So like, right. especially football, Iowa gets kids out of St. Louis. Wisconsin gets kids out of St. Louis. Like. Big Ten schools have kind of they've done a really good job in St. Louis. Yeah, I don't know. I think Quanzo he'll be fine. I, I like Quanzo. He's been kind of unlucky, obviously, when you factor in the injuries yeah. and the porters and whatever. But I mean, I think last year was about as I feel kind of like how you feel about KU. You know, like if they had won, you know, a couple breaks go their way, they win three or four more games. You know, and it just changes. You know, they go five hundred right. if that happens. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it's good to hear you think KU football is doing things well. I've got some K I, K State fans that they seem to think, oh, Les just you know, Les just wants to be a celebrity. He's I've been not. saying, I've been saying for two years I should get Les Miles. Everybody, anytime I said it, I can show you. I can I can pull up tweets right now and show you. <laughs> every time I said it, people said I was crazy, and I'm like, why would he not take the job? It's a good job. Like yeah. sometimes jobs are based on expectations. You as a right. KU fan, you guys are happy with four wins. Yeah. You're happy with four. I'm not even hating like. If no. they win four games next year, you guys are happy. Oh, yeah. But that's an easy job to have. Be a celebrity, win four games, and they're happy with what You're you do. You're a king. Making yeah. millions. You know yeah. Everybody applauds you. There's yeah. no pressure on them. Yeah. It's, uh, we got C.Dot spilling jokes that was, that in was the a, studio. That's the lightest spill you could possibly <laughs> yeah, you have. saved though. it It's like well. a perfect little thing here. It's spilling easy soda pops. This, this table's an antique, man. Come on. Uh, Especially, I, I know Sharon when he was up here. He was spilling stuff. <laughs> Well, we we don't we don't got to talk about what Sharon had in the studio. I'm like, I don't got to. Just I kidding. Mean, I ain't no snitch. All right. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Well, <laughs> oh, I think I we. Uh, oh, I don't know. I think you got. He turned like he got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So, like he, nah. so. he said he got. He he looked at me and said I got a potty. So. Yeah. Me too. Grown ass man. <laughs> yeah. I, I said a potty, bro. I said piss. Yeah, <laughs> but. All right, well, C-Dot, we appreciate you coming on. Always. It is, it is interesting to get a different type of outlook from people. No. I mean, we're biased, obviously, and I think you're a little biased, too. Yeah, so yeah we sit here good and to go head to suck heading. KU off for a couple <laughs> hours, so it's good to get a different perspective. Yeah, anytime you guys want me to come on, man, I'm happy to make the time for you. Even though since we started the pod, a lot of negative things have happened, yeah, weirdly. We, we're good. starting to think we've heard <laughs> the day, happened. The day I after. have another 15-year run of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never win the, the league again. Yeah. Ain't no seats curse. 
Yeah. All right. Well, shout out to C Dot, and uh, I think we're gonna talk about some more things here in a little bit, and we'll... let him go to the bathroom. He gotta yeah, go. for sure. All right. As always, shout out to C Dot for coming on the show. We wanted to kind of second part of this show or the ending of the show. I don't know however you want to word it. We wanted to talk about all the things that have gone on over the last two weeks. We haven't really talked about the off season just due to our last episode with Sharon. So. Didn't do a whole lot of current basketball talk for that one. If you haven't checked that out, for sure go listen to the Sharon episode. But let's just kind of get into it. So, the Ain't No Seats boys, we made our predictions, man. We said we think Charlie's going to transfer, KJ's going to transfer, Diedrich's going to go pro, Grimes is going to go pro. We still have a couple left. We Uh, have one left, I think. Udoka's got a decision to make. And, folks, it is has become more of a decision than I thought it was going to become. So we're I, we're 4 for 4, but we're still looking for 5 for 5, but we obviously I don't want to go that. 4 for 5. Yeah, we need to But Dope I guess back. you could say we've kind of missed on dots and I don't think I didn't think there was a chance or I always knew, you know, why you kind of think like why wouldn't these dudes put their name in the draft just to get the feedback exactly like what Dotson's doing, but I just kind of didn't think he would do it. I thought he was kind of all in and I'm sure he still is. It's smart to do what he did. But so I guess you could argue we missed on him. So maybe we're four or six so far. And Doke would make us five or six. But I I think we all agree that we want to be wrong on Udoka. And it sounds like it's more possible that he could return than we ever thought, right? Yeah, I personally think that Udoka is the most important one out of the five, too. Because obviously Diedrich had one of the best years we've seen at KU numbers-wise. But Udoka's been here the longest out of all of them. You need that rim protector, big man. That I want to see Dotson. I want to see prime Dotson playing with deep, playing with Udoka, like yeah, throwing running, lobs, penetrating, pick and roll with. I mean, that could be what next year's team is. It's just two man game between Dotson and Udoka, with you know kicking it out to Ochai, running lobs yeah. for Ochai. But imagine Doke setting ball screens up top, rolling whatever, getting him to the rim, throwing a lob. I mean, Dotson didn't really have anyone to throw lobs to besides yeah. possibly Ochai and. I mean, you fa- especially with how the NBA ha- has translated to such a pick-and-roll dominant game, it's like that would be huge for Yudoka to come back and be one of the two options no matter what, 100% every time down the floor, he'd be the number one option. And to just kind of, you know, play with an elite point guard like Dotson, hopefully it'll be – I think it'll be so fun. It's crazy to think how much we've kind of melted down about this offseason so far. Um, and if Yudoka comes back and Dotson comes back, I think – all is well in KU world, right? That's all you need because that's one of the best point guards in the nation. That's one of the best bigs in the nation. So yeah. if you have those two, you're gonna be you're gonna have a solid team no matter what. Yeah, I think if Udoka comes back, he's preseason Big Twelve Player of the Year, right? I would think he for sure is because who the hell else is gonna do it? Uh, those Iowa State dudes Dawson, left. Wigging, Sneed, maybe Wiggington left. I don't think. Yes, yeah, Savior, just because it's gonna be just him. Yeah, but you also probably him. have to have. Big 12's kind of shown that you have to have a good team to have Big 12 Player of the Year. Yeah. I don't know how good K-State's going to be, but I don't know if Jared <laughs> – he's not coming back, but yeah. if Jared Culver came back, Texas Tech fans are actually getting their hopes up about I that. I saw that because he's doing a press conference. Yeah. I wanted to be like, you know how many KU dudes have held press conferences yeah, to announce they're going pro? Yeah, that yet. Yeah, no, so. this is this, – come on, We've Texas Tech there. fans. I, keep thought, up. I thought Wiggins and Joe were coming back when they had their press conferences. <laughs> Joe was somewhat realistic at one point, but yeah. Well, he wanted to come back. He mouthed to the student section, "I'm coming back on senior night." And then Bill was like, "No, you idiot! Go get your money. God, your body's so fragile. Go collect your check. Damn it!" That's that's crazy though, because Doak comes back, has a full year, health like no injuries, fully healthy. I know you can't control that. Can't bank on that at all. Yeah, and he's had. I mean, he's had bad luck, but if he does come back. 
healthy, say he averages 16 and 10 and a couple blocks a game, he could be first team all Big 12, and you're going to play yourself into the draft because you're that big. Oh, absolutely. Earlier with CDOT, we talked that he could be a Clint Capella type. Like yeah. NBA teams are going to take size. So if he comes back full year, even if he misses a couple games, who cares? But right now, I don't – I don't. would we say that he gets drafted? I don't think he gets drafted just because his wrist isn't going to allow him to work out and do all the NBA-type workouts that these other dudes are doing. So I think that is the one argument for him coming back. It's just that his injury is truly costing him the ability to showcase what he's good at, and that's, you know, catching lobs, dunking the ball, being athletic. Like, if you can't play and do camps and all the workouts and stuff, you are you have no shot at really improving your stock. So – I think it would be a roll of the dice. Like, it would be a gamble by him to come back. But there is definitely some upside maybe to, like you said, now that we've seen all these dudes leave, Diedrich's left, Grimes is left. Like, it is going to be Udoka's team mixed with Dotson. And it's like if you go and somehow have an 18-10 and 10 or 16-10 and 10 All-American type season, you're probably definitely going to find a way to get drafted. So it's interesting. I thought he'd be the first one to announce he was leaving. I thought there was no chance he'd be back. And now Whoa. he's left – Self basically said he was leaving. Yeah, self. And now I guess looking back, is he saying, is what is it, a jab that he just can't stay healthy? I can't imagine he would say that publicly, but he was asked about Yudoka, and he was like, oh, I just wish we would have been able to see Yudoka play a fully healthy season, but I doubt we're going to see that ever. Like, yeah, yeah, they asked if he would be back, and he said something. What did he say? He said – He went in and he – This was a few months ago. Yeah, they asked about how he could improve with another year of having a full healthy season, and he was like, well, yeah, he could obviously improve in this and this and that, and he's a year older, but I doubt we're going to get to see any of yeah, that. Yeah, so right there, us three were like, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. And this but that, like makes me, that makes me think they haven't even really talked about it because now Bill – he didn't really say Udoka specifically, but I feel like Bill kind of maybe has his hopes up too. Like, maybe Udoka is going to come back because I agree. Like, I think he could have been the first ones to go because it's not like, like – I didn't the, think he had a decision to make. I thought his decision was made yeah, so before the got, season started. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, he's had months to think about it. Yeah. Like, was I know this is stupid, but with Zion, like, we knew he was going to leave and he took forever yeah. to decide. He decided yesterday, but, like, we knew that guy was gone. Like, guys that have played – yeah, are gonna make the decision, but like Udoka has had, it's a crazy insane unique, amount of time. Yeah, it's a unique situation because you don't see a ton of the dudes that, you know, one he's not probably gonna get drafted, and two he didn't play half the year, so it's like it's just weird. I don't I don't know how you give the proper advice there, but man, him coming back would certainly that's God. a season changer. Oh, and it I feel is. like it changes my whole viewpoint of yeah. like the next handful of years with KU. I mean, because Dotson, Dot, let's just talk about it. Dotson, Ochai, Marcus, grad transfer or recruit, and then Udoka, that's a top five team in the country, I think, preseason. Yeah, I mean, I think that's so. two. We're already like a top 12. I think Dotson could easily be a third team All American to start the year, uh, projected wise, maybe, maybe not. For sure, first team All Big 12, and Udoka would for sure be first team All Big 12. So it's like you start the team. With you start the year with two guys like that, I think you're for sure a top ten team, top five. I would say with Udoka and how dominant I would expect him to be next year. So it's like it's crazy how, and I think I don't know. We've talked about it. it's crazy how just one little decision can shift the whole outlook on a season. Udoka's presence is unreal. Yeah, we talk every pod about how good we were with him. We beat some of the best teams in the country. Undefeated, hang the banner. Yeah, we beat some of the best teams in the country, top ten teams, and. Just having him out there is huge, and like yeah. on both ends of the floor. 
Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm very excited. I just want to know. I'm sick of or like I'm we'll sick of soon. waiting. The deadline yeah. Sunday, right? Deadline Sunday. And Bill, Bill flat out said, or what was the Shea thing on the slant last night? He, he was said like, if Yudoka doesn't say anything, he's just coming back, which yeah, seems so obvious to me. Yeah, is he not gonna announce it though? Like I'm trying to have a big Yudoka announcement. Like that's the thing is, what if I feel like he like Dawson's announced? You would have think you would have thought Yudoka would announce. Too. Here is what I'll say about Yudoka. And here's why I still think he's going to go. If you were going to come back this close to the deadline, wouldn't you have announced last night at the banquet that you were coming back? Like, there's been dudes that have done that. Perry announced it. Uh, who else has announced it? Devontae, did he? No, he announced mm-hmm. on Twitter. But either way, like, I expected if Udoga was going to come back, I think he would announce it last night at the banquet. And the fact that he didn't kind of makes me think, like, he's probably going and just hasn't really been ready to announce it yet. So, I don't know. Could go either way. I tweeted this out. I'm not letting myself get my hopes up, even though it probably sounds like they are. B turns hopes are all the way up. B-turn, I love getting my hopes up. He thinks he thinks Doke is back. I I don't. But let's try to let's kind of transition to uh, we were talking about the banquet last night was a really positive. I don't know. Bill Self and Jeff Long said all the right things. I think we would all agree on that. Like, Jeff Long started the banquet with being like, yo, we love Bill Self. He's our guy. He's going to be here for a long time. Bill then reiterated that, being like, I I know the NBA rumors. I went straight to our people. I went to the administration after the NBA rumors came out, and I said, I'm not going anywhere. So it's like, to me, they made a point to make sure us KU fans kind of relaxed a little bit and knew that – Bill wasn't leaving. And then when it came to the recruiting side of it, Bill was like, we're going to get this guy. Or, like, I think we're going to get guys. Like, Bill was not at all – he didn't seem worried. So that had me feeling good. Yeah, we're all excited that he's coming back. But the thing with me is I think he's going to be extra motivated to coach. Yeah. Like, I think it's going to be one of those years where he coaches his ass off. We've heard that from Tyshawn. But I think next year – I feel like he's motivated to coach for a long time now too. Like, it's yeah. not like he's going to coach to the end of his contract. He wants to coach after yeah. that. Like he wants a new contract, and I think, I think that second national title is a huge deal to those dudes. Anybody can win one national title. Kevin Ollie won a national title. Like, dude's not even a coach. So it's like, second national title puts you in a whole different kind of, I don't know, section. Realm. If you get multiple, you're one of the best coaches of all time. Yeah, and self for sure with everything else he's done. If he gets that second national title, he's a top ten coach ever. So. I don't know. I think you're right. I think he's motivated. I think the Adidas stuff pissed him off. I think just, you know, the season we had kind of was probably frustrated. And I think he's just ready to win something big. So I also do think self, based off some things he said during the banquet, is pr- if we did lose Dotson, I think he'd be pretty worried about next year. And I think we, everyone would be. But he was making some jokes like, hey, Dotson, hey, Devon, you know that, you know, Devontae, he stayed four years. Sharon Collins, like, Sharon Collins didn't even start till he was a junior, and look how great he turned out. It's like he was throwing little shots, and even Dotson said after, like, yeah, Bill's been kind of, you know, making jokes, trying to convince me to stay and all that stuff. So it's, it's one like, of those guys you need to stay. Like, it Bill, would be like we'd have to get, like, R.J. Hampton or, like, a point guard grads chance. We literally don't have a backup point guard right now. Yeah, I'd be Dotson would play or Dotson, Marcus Garrett. Dot would play like close to forty minutes a game next oh, yeah. year. It'd he be like be, it'd be like senior Frank. Both yeah, Frank and Devontae. They're senior yeah. years. It was kind of getting like that with Dots at the end of this year. So it's like, yeah, we need it, man. Um but the banquet I would say went really well. It was just nice to hear Bill whenever Bill speaks, it just kind of calms, just down calms whole... you down. He's like the great I think I've said this before, he's like just the perfect father figure to be like, Hey, everything's gonna be all right. I've got this. And 
There's no reason we shouldn't trust him at this point. I mean, um, it made me not worry about next year even. Yeah, like, I was I mean, a little worried about next year just because Dotson declared. Doak, we lost a lot of people. People we're transferred. Gonna, we're going to miss and now I f- Yeah, now I feel great and that, yeah. that at least we'll be good. It was interesting that he said he was confident. He was adamant that we're going to get guys. Yeah, which he was very I think adamant. that's crazy to say. I don't think he says that a lot. Like, I think he'll often say, like, we got to go get some guys. But he said – We've Flat got guys out, coming. We've, we're going to get some guys. Yeah, he and said, I think we're going to better ourselves without question. Yeah, so that Super makes me confident. think he that makes me confident. Think in, in-house guys, like guys staying. Because he said, he said guys might be coming back that we didn't expect. Oh, or, I didn't even see or that. Or no, he said, he said everybody's not going to leave. That's what he said. Huh. So well, that makes me think Dotson for sure. He's been saying Dotson's yeah, back. Yeah, I think he thinks Dotson's back. But that makes back. me think there's more. Like who though? It would be. But why Udoka. would he say one guy when we think, all think that Dotson's coming back already? You know what I'm saying? The only other options would be Doak or Q because, or Silvio. Yeah, but like Diedrich, it's impossible because KJ already bounced and like, I don't know. There aren't really a ton of options, so I think it's. I think he's sending a Doak, which is why I'm confident that he's going to be wearing 35 again next year for the old Jayhawks. I'm staying on the side of he's not. But yeah, I mean, Bill. Can <laughs> I play devil's advocate? Sure. I'm just trying to keep you guys level-headed here. Do you think he's saying all of this, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, because Coach K is a snake? Uh, Coach Cal's a snake. Absolutely. People are using it against him, and we shouldn't look into it as a, wow, holy shit, we have Bill Self for another 25 years. Or should we be looking at it as, wow, this is like his last desperate measure to try to keep recruiting these Oh, no, 100% what him and Long did last night was a recruiting tactic to get that in the news cycle. Right, so is it only that, or is it like he's actually down to stay for 10, 15 more years? things that he said, like, I think it's pretty easy to come out and say, I'm happy at Kansas, I'm planning on being here for a long time. But he's not only come out and said that, he's also said, I'm super motivated. I'm not going to leave the program with the things that are going on right now. But I'm motivated to do. Too. Yeah, but I mean, okay. Because yeah. another thing that people have been using against us is, oh, they might not be in the tournament next year because the postseason ban might happen. Well, then he could just say, well, if all that comes down, self might leave. So he's is he saying all that because he really means it and he had a change of heart? Because there was talk when he signed this extension that he would just be done yeah, after the contract. I thought he would just retire at 2022. And I think there was a quote from yesterday, a couple days ago. That that was looking likely, and then all of a sudden he just changed his mind because of all this. Like, no. well, I don't he, know if that's a recruiting tactic or if he actually had a change of heart. I don't think he says publicly that he wants to re up his contract in 2022 if he actually doesn't have intentions of staying that long. Like, I really truly yeah, that do. Happens all the time. I what? Well, David Beatty got a contract extension a couple years ago. Bill Snyder yeah, but, got like a five year extension going into last but year. But he meant re upping after 2022, like meaning. When he like he really did, he used to always say, "Well, I'm for sure gonna finish out my contract, and then we'll see what happens." Now he is saying, "Yeah, I'm ready to talk re-upping my contract, meaning I'm not leaving when that contract is up." So it's like I totally agree; it's a big recruiting tactic by him, but I think he's motivated as. And I don't even believe what I'm saying. I'm just trying to make sure that it's out there because it's certainly possible. You know, your devil's advocate kind of makes me. He's probably hearing from recruits that other coaches are saying this. Like, recruits are probably like, are you going to be around next year? And it's not even recruiting one and done. If he's recruiting a a possible four-year guy, he's going to be here from 2020 to 2023. His contract would be up before his senior year. So they want to get that message out too. I don't know. It's just getting to that point. I don't know if it's correlation, causation, like, 
once he's in the final three years of this deal, he wants to make sure that those four-year guys know that, oh, he's going to stick around for my senior year too. I just think it would be very stupid of him to come out this aggressively. Like I, I get agree. It's recruiting, but to then get a whole fan base's hopes up that you're going to be here ten more years and then leave after three, like that's just stupid by him. I don't think he's that dumb. Bill's a smart Bill's guy. Bill's a straight-up dude too. Yeah. I uh, never really beats around the bush or anything. No, yeah. So I'm uh, – I don't know. I was very excited based off the quotes. I think everything will be fine. Obviously, right now it's scary. If Udoka comes back, it's going to be big time. Like, I will be – that will probably be the second most excited I've been about a guy coming back, maybe besides Devontae. When Devontae and Speed said they were coming back, I was very excited. That was huge. Uh, KU fans need a full year of Doke, man. Oh, we deserve it. And he deserves it. Like, he deserves a full year. Uh, Can you imagine having a badass at the four and then you have – I mean, Dave coming off the bench is crazy. Yeah, like so, maybe Dave getting all that time last year is going to be a blessing I just would, for this if, year. If Doke came back, I would kind of feel bad for David because it's like we've set him up like he was going to be the guy. Like he, it was going to have to be him and Dotson. And now, who knows? He might still come off the bench, but he'll still get a ton of minutes, I would think, just because Udoka is not a guy you play 40 minutes, 35 minutes a game. Um, but I know we said uh, Dave and Doke might not work together, but who knows? I mean, that's a, that's two huge bodies. Yeah. Can block shots. It would be an interesting lineup, but yeah, I don't. Energy know how guys well that would too. Work. Like, I so, mean, if we don't get another big though, he might have to start. I don't know unless you go four guards. Yeah. Or start Mitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It'll be. I don't know. I, I think, think Dave I, would be. He'd be perfect bench guy too. Like he could be a good starter, but I also think he's probably maybe a year away from being super elite like i think a one more year and then stepping in after a year of doke and he would come in junior year as maybe like a preseason yeah all big 12 type guy just because you know just based off how kansas works guys make that trajectory up mm-hmm. in junior year they have huge years so i think we'll be fine at the four i think there's a lot of options like nothing guaranteed but like say you get silvio clear so you bring in Precious. There's a lot of grad transfers we're going after, too, at the, at the four. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was in, actually going to just transition our next topic to. Holyfield or Kerry Blackshear. Yeah, Kerry like Blackshear that. would be huge. If, for those of you that don't know, he's a power forward. Virginia Tech was a stud. I don't even know his numbers. I think he he's averaged a grown like, fucking man. Yeah, he's a big boy. 15 and 8, 15 and eight. As, a, as a junior. He's 6'10", 250. 6'10", 250, and, can, and he hit stretches, the, yeah. can hit the three ball. That's why he's perfect with Doak, because yeah. with uh, with Dave, it's not like he can shoot. Yeah. Decent shooter, but he's not going to really stretch the floor much. Yeah. But Kerry would be perfect. Super yeah. experienced, too. Played in the uh, ACC. Almost beat Duke in the yeah. Sweet 16. He had so. 18, 16, and 5 in that Duke game. He is five he's Cedric Lawson, but thicker and maybe a little more athletic. Yeah. He's yeah, as for good sure. of a grad transfer as you're ever going to find on the market. He's um, the best out there, no question. Yeah. That's and obvious. Then, so, but there's really absolutely no smoke to what he's going to do. Like, we have no idea if he's even going to be in Yeah, he KU. just transferred yesterday. So. He could still go to the, go to the league. Yeah, he that might was an go pro. Too. Bill uh, has to be going after him, though, no oh, matter yeah. what. We're not, calling him Not saying lot. that he's going to come, but Bill will be after him. Yeah. The uh, the other one, TJ Holyfield, he's Stephen F. Austin. Yep. Uh, he's a four. He stretches the floor, shoots three ball really well. The one YouTube clip I found on him was him just dunking all over a Missouri guy. So, got to love him. Seems like he'd fit in great here. He was Southland Conference all-defensive team last year, too. So, you know Bill's going to love him Yeah, if he, he got him. I think he set up some official visits, were one of them. So, I think we have a great shot at him. Supposedly, he's going to visit on Monday, yeah. next Monday. Yeah, so if you see him on campus or anything, you know, say what's up to TJ Holyfield. Tell him we need him. 
Um, the other ones, obviously, I think Matt Hurt. I think we're all pretty much confirmed Duke he's bound. going to Duke on Friday. Uh, I think Cassius Stanley is the shooting guard we're after. Sounds like he's going to Duke. We talked a little bit about that with C dot. Like Duke swooped in at the end and yeah. somehow gets Cassius Stanley. Precious is the one that's still wide open. I actually saw. I think it was Eric Bossy today picked. Precious to Kansas. You've got a hard on for Precious. You think I he's the best available love option. love Precious. He's, I like Precious more than Matt Hurt, and I don't even think it's really close right. just with our system. It reminds me of Wiggins' recruitment, too, because Wyatt. he doesn't say anything. So it's like KU fans are like, oh, we're not going to get Precious. But I feel like we have the minutes, and he visited the K-State game. Yeah. Like that was probably – we talked about that atmosphere pre-tip. Like yeah. he ha- obviously he loved that atmosphere and would want to play in that atmosphere. But – you could come start at the four at Kansas. So. That's what's crazy about, like, the fourth spot we have open right now. Like, we can tell these recruits, like, yo, you're going to start and you're going to play a huge role on this team. So, I don't know. I think we have a shot with Precious. I also, I also think Penny Hardaway at Memphis is – Yeah. They've been after him pretty hard. I would not be shocked if he goes there. But Shit, even Blackshear would probably love if Dote came back and he could start at the four. Dote yeah. gets double teamed all the time. Carry hitting 15, 20-footers. It's so Wide funny open. that we're two decisions away. If we get Blackshear, Dotson, and Doak, we might be preseason number one. I'm not even kidding. That's what's great. Like, Bill could put together a top five <laughs> yeah. team so easily. Dude, If yes, I really truly think if Dotson comes back, Blackshear comes, and Udoka comes back, we're the number one team in the country to start the year, which is hilarious to think about. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not letting myself believe Udoka's coming back, and I'm not. The Blackshear stuff is so far away from even being settled. So, but just having like Dots and Ochai, and then you have a grad transfer maybe at the three, and then a nice power forward to transfer, and then Doak. Like yeah. just having, just having Ochai, Marcus, Dots, and Doak. Like that's a really good team. I would, yeah. I think kind of what you're saying. I think it's more likely we're a top ten team than we're not. Is that fair? Yeah. I think in all those preseason polls, we're like twelve. Yeah, I saw 12, Goodman, had, Goodman eight, had us right? at eight. Yeah, it's like. But I mean, even I remember in Paris's top twenty-five and one, he was like, "Ku." And this is when I first started thinking Udoka might come back. He said, "Ku has a lot of guys making decisions, but with the likely return of Dotson and Udoka as a buki, I think they can be a preseason top ten team." Yeah, but I feel like those dudes are so, always like they don't really know. Like, yeah, but they also have as many think, sources as anyone nationally. So, like, I think a lot of, the, but I think a lot of people thought Grimes is coming back, and we knew from day one oh, that God, was never yeah. happening. So it's like, while so we're on things. Grimes, can we? I know we've mentioned it before. Can we stop being cocksuckers on the internet? You guys, the fact I, that he had to turn off his Instagram account <laughs> or his Instagram comments is just so sad. When he's literally he's Ooh. like accomplishing his dream. He's dreamed since he was five years old of playing in the NBA. And now he's just declaring for the NBA draft. The fact that he had so many negative comments on Twitter and Instagram that he had to like shut off his social media is just awful. We it lectured. makes us look like shit. We lectured you guys. Not I'm not saying you guys because I don't think any of the ain't no seats listeners are doing that. I stuff. would hope not. But we knew it was coming. We begged on a podcast three weeks ago, like please do not tweet at kids when they make decisions. And guess what? You all did it. Everyone did it. Just kidding. Not everyone. It was actually a very small percentage of the fan base does that. But it if you're one of those people, if you are one of those people, just sure. stop. How silly do you have to feel to send an Instagram comment at an 18-year-old kid? Even if you are a 16-year-old kid doing that, stop. It's still weird. Just and stop doing it. It doesn't even just hurt us with Grimes. Like, think about how many kids Grimes knows from playing AAU, playing that U18 team. Like, 
it might hurt us with future recruiting. He sees that, oh, cool, my guy Q that I've played ball with or I've practiced with or I've shot around with just declared, nice Instagram post, I'll like it. And then you see there are just zero comments on there because he shut them off or he saw the negative comments on there. And they're going to be like, well, fuck that. I don't want to go play for these guys. And I, yeah, like, it just 100%. makes us look like shit. And that's why that's why so many fan bases hate us. That's why we get called St. Louis Cardinals fans. Yeah. And it, it, Kentucky does the same stuff. And that, like, and, but that's the thing. We make fun of Kentucky fans all the time. Right. But the problem is, just stop we do it doing too. it. Yeah. I, uh, and I think we even know for a fact there was a, I'm not going to say the name, but there was a KU basketball player that, we t- one of us talked to that flat out said like that Grimes comments and stuff that was be like that's not how they're fans supposed to are. be fans. You're yeah, supposed to support said, every player that comes through. I and mean, yeah. he had an off year, but do you think he wanted to have a bad year? And yeah, like no. we knew he was leaving. Yeah, like we knew he was leaving after the note. But like, what if in a future instance, like someone declares I had a bad year and they were like thinking about coming back? Yeah, and they don't. Like that would that make you want to come back yeah, to Kansas? No, it's like uh, at all. I'm done with these people. I'm gonna right. even if you're next. Like, do yeah. you think he likes KU right now? Do you think yeah. he likes the fans? No yeah. fucking I way. Mean, I do think I do think these guys do understand that you got to think about when Grimes walks around Lawrence, people are being like, "Yo, Quentin Grimes, love you." Like he probably gets a ton of love too. So I don't. But it's think still he... hard as a 19 year old to just sit back and like think you're doing everything right and then these random joe schmo on twitter or instagram or walking down campus is just firing shots when they know nothing about them like i don't know it's just a horrible look and it it really grinds my gears i can't stand it it's it's crazy too because how much hype he got how excited we were like he was actively recruiting guys to ku last year yeah he was best friends with romeo he had pictures of romeo they were on twitter saying shit about him coming like he was so excited to play here, and then the year didn't go how he wanted, and now yeah. fans are just teeing off on him, saying he's not good, and it he was trash. And Just everything about how the Grimes experience went with the season, the backlash of how it's all been handled since. Not him, just the fans. Like, else. But like, it was think all just if bad. someone was like walking around judging every single move you made as a 19-year-old. Oh, and I, I know, know these kids so aren't normal 19-year-olds, but like, yeah, I mean, Jesus I just Christ. can't imagine typing that shit out and hitting send yeah so same thing goes for when matt hurt announces for duke or Cassius stanley announces for duke don't tweet at him because nobody judged you for where you went to college so just yeah please stop it's, the it's toughest such decision a decision of their life man keep yeah. it in your text thread or something like yeah. our text thread, text we say things friends. that aren't supposed to be public like god we have some all-time meltdowns in the ain't no seats text <laughs> thread it's fine but there's a difference and i know people say oh we'll say it's my face but it's just different when it's like that like when someone's at the highest of highs and they're finally doing something they've always wanted to do or they've dreamt for the last seven years of where they're going to go to college, and they finally have it figured out. Yeah, He had a plan set Just, in stone, and he followed it. That's exactly. exactly what it is. And he believes in himself, and he's probably going to make millions of dollars one day. So I think Quentin Grimes will be okay, and I hope one day he comes back and laughs in everyone's face. But That's why I wanted him to come back. Yeah, yeah. It come sucks, on the pod to discuss Q. Yeah, for sure. Now, now that he's not on the team, we can probably get him. But – yeah, I don't know. Recruiting decisions coming up. I think we've covered them. Hurts to Duke, Stanley's to Duke, Precious probably between us, Memphis, maybe North Carolina. Um, and then I think we're going to get Tristan Anonaru. I've never said his name out loud. Inarunia or something? Yeah, 6'7", small forward. He's long. Probably won't be an immediate impact guy, but definitely a guy that – could stick around two or three to four years probably for sure so he at the, at the, yeah he at the moment like we need depth and we have plenty of scholies available yeah we're getting the last visit from him so just yeah. think of 2022 when it's mcbride braun and that kid yeah 
the big three at KU their junior year. Leading us would to be the nice. That's title. a good shooting team. All those four-year guys shoot. seem to do well here, man. That's, yeah, I lo- so, we all love. It's always them. the recipe. Get Bill, some experience and some NBA talent, and you're good to go. Yep, he is certainly laying the groundwork, and as always, he will have things going perfectly. But yeah, I don't know. I think there's not a ton left to talk about. We will have a lot to talk about. Hopefully, when Udoka makes his decision, AB has something. I have one thing. Not about basketball. It's about football. Spring games this weekend, and we're not gonna oh, yeah. we're not gonna go into the X's and O's and shit like that. I don't think you guys want to hear, you know, what Khalil Herbert looked like or anything like that. They all look great, but there's a different feel around KU football, and I think we're all starting to like kind of figure that out. Like that that tailgate felt legit. Like it felt like we we're looking forward to something. We weren't out there just to drink. Oh yeah, there we're having a good so time. Many cars. Yeah, it there's was an event. Everywhere. It's a different buzz, man. Yeah, it was awesome. So, you can just feel it. Like, it's so much different. This is the best coach we've ever had in our history, no matter what you say. I have been to some spring games in the recent, like, I think I went to the one two years ago. There was, like, 200 people there. Yeah. Like, it we legit was filled the whole left bank. Inside. The only side I, that was open was full. Yeah, yeah, I would say there were probably, what, 10 to 15? They said five. I saw five. That was, that was so absurdly wrong. There's yeah. no chance. I would say 10 to 15. Game. 10 to 15 seems about right to me. It was full. Like, the whole side of the – like, was think full. about that. There were as many people at the KU spring football game as there are at KU basketball games. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean, when you say it like that, when you put it that way, then it's, I don't know, just there's there's a lot to look forward to with KU football. Yeah, it's going to be great. I uh, And I will say this, folks. KU football spring game had a whole of a lot more buzz than the K-State spring game. And oh, yeah. What was the number on recruits you so said? So I saw on the slant that K-State had five uncommitted recruits go to their spring event it wasn't even a game it was like an open practice which a lot of teams are starting to do now and I remember uh, when david Beatty got made fun of for doing yeah. that but hey whatever and um ku had 50 plus Ooh. so i mean we're bringing in 10 times the guys that k-state is bringing you in to hate and to see it. that has to do a lot with oh well it's like your coach is a celebrity and he bringing in like a rapper well no shit that's what you do to recruit. Yeah, that's part of recruiting exactly. why do you think self brings in two chains and tech nine yeah. like just how you recruit so I don't know. There's a lot to look forward to. Good things Les are coming with KU. Is killing it now. Obviously, it's all going to come down to X's and O's eventually. Um, we got the we got a good staff, man. Yeah, we'll win a few extra games like we talked with C dot. Yeah, we'll win games that you probably didn't think we would win. Yeah. I think we could pull off four or five wins. I think less. That's wants, great for year one. I think yeah. I think less wants that K State game. He's always had that rivalry game. Oh yeah. Where they just go. It's what out. he did at Stillwater. Yeah. yeah. When he was at Oklahoma State, they'd go out and they'd. They'd be oh you handily sometimes. That will be the game that man has circled on his calendar this Which year. Which is part of my take of I put on Twitter and somehow it got to K State Twitter of KU's gonna win by twenty one minimum. Yeah, AB's taking KU K-State. alt spread minus twenty one in that game. So shout out. Hammer that. Be hell of some some pretty good odds. But yeah, I don't know. I think uh for now, that's all we've got. Hopefully yeah. we'll have a super fun episode <clears throat> next week where we're celebrating Udoka being back and who knows how long Dotson will take. I guess will he just Wait until May, 29th. yeah, probably. So that, we won't know. We won't know on Dotson for sure, but maybe know by Doak this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Sunday coming up. Sunday night. We I mean, if Doak comes back, we got to do a episode Monday. Yeah, we'll do something here because that's definitely one of the best, biggest guys to return since Bill's been here. Just because, especially because the situation we have that we might not have a lot of guys coming back. Something I keep an eye on. I think if Silvio doesn't declare. <laughs> If Silvio doesn't declare, I think sources he, something. I no, keep an not eye sources. On. Just like a gut feeling. I think if there was any doubt that Silvio would be able to play next year, he would just leave. Yeah, like what's the point I mean. of sitting out? So I think if he, if Sunday or Monday, whenever the deadline is goes by, and he's still a KU, I might feel pretty confident about. I think you know, it's the so whole cool that he's sticking around. Oh yeah, he loves it. 
he is, yeah, Silvio's the best. And if anyone deserves to get cleared, it's him out of everybody ever because he's handled this as well as anyone has ever handled a suspension, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, folks, I mean, I'm excited for the uh, future of KU Athletics. I mean, we have a Hall of Fame basketball coach that is motivated to stick around for a long time. We Last year was maybe the biggest down year under Bill, and we still were a four seed. A lot of shit happened. We got less miles. The excitement around KU football has never been this big since in a decade. So I'm super excited about Les turning the, pro, turning the football program around, and Bill Self, one of the best coaches in college basketball is going to be around for a while so yeah i'm excited it has certainly been a positive week for both programs i would say um just based off what we heard from basketball and obviously the spring game so thanks should be looking up hopefully like we said next week we'll have a fun episode where we're celebrating udoka coming back silvio getting cleared so we'll see that is all we've we got for you guys a little guest next week too oh. i'm personally guaranteeing a guest next week okay. i've already told you guys but wow so like a hundred percent I wouldn't say 100%, but I'd Personally give it a guaranteed. nice AB 95%. AB I'm going to put some hours week. on, yeah, hammer the fact that I'll a get A new little guess. Let's go two. Yeah. If Doak comes back, we got to go two next week. Yeah. I c- imagine how hype we would be on Sunday if he decided then, like, I'm coming back. Yeah, I'm down. But I'm very – I I know you mentioned this guest earlier in the text chain, but I didn't think you were serious. No, I'm, I'm serious. We also – we have an interview that we haven't even said who it is. We've been sitting on it. We recorded it like three or four months ago. But uh, we'll get that one out too. So, well, Ain't No Seats has definitely got some fun things coming for you guys. We've also Stick got – with us. Yeah, we both are going to be guests, around. Both these guests we're talking about played in a national championship. Yes, Two different national championships. At yes, at – at uh, the podcast we talk about, yeah. the school yeah. that we talk about. Yeah. Well, I mean, shocking. I mean, yeah, but uh, maybe love saying cocksucker on this thing. Yeah, sorry, mom. Nobody sorry, called dad. anybody the JT. <laughs> yeah, my parents are always like, you, you guys, you know, you cuss a little bit. It's like they're just words. It's mainly AB, but uh, they're in the put dictionary. That on me. Yeah, well, that's all we got. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening again. Like we said, fun things coming. Stay tuned for more. And uh, Rock Chalk, Jayhawk. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.